Breaker, breaker, geekers, welcome to the Absolute Geek Podcast, where this week we ask, should we really be concerned with that kid on the damn escalator again? I'm Matt. Hello, everybody. I'm Breaker, breaker, Kyle. And I'm Brian. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to uh, this week's episode where um, we're trying to be a legitimate geek podcast. You know, one like that, that doesn't one talk about... Supernatural. Yeah, one that doesn't talk about dildos. We don't, we don't, we're, we're trying to be a, a real pop culture podcast this week. So, so this week we're going to, we're going to start with a, a new segment on our show called uh, Fab or Flub. And the way this works is we're going to, we're going to talk about a topic and we're going to, and then our uh, hosts are going to tell you whether it's fabulous or fabulous. Fabulous means they like it. Fabulous means they hate it. So let's go ahead and uh, get right into it. Thanks so, a lot, Matt. That sounds great. So this week. The coronavirus is everywhere. Everywhere you look, we have coronavirus. So, I'm calling that flub, Matt. <laughs> You're calling coronavirus flub? I'm calling it flub because it's definitely not fab. <laughs> <laughs> so so with, with the spread of the coronavirus, we've seen the cancellation of not only South by Southwest, but also Emerald City Comic Con. Is this flabulous or fabulous? I definitely say it is fabulous. No flub, all flub, too much flub. I'm not good with flub, Matt. I just don't understand it. Well, I read in an article that maybe they they might just uh, you know un, unofficially restart Emerald City Comic Con at, at the last minute, so everyone can can still come in case they they get the uh, coronavirus quarantined, but. Don't don't worry. About it. I, I read it in an article somewhere. I'll have to pull it up. I read an article somewhere, and I'll pull it up. That uh, I'm already pulling up that article, guys. <laughs> and th- that it's going to be coming. They're going to come back at the end of the summer. Oh, are they going to are they going to announce uh, Taron Edgerton as Wolverine there? Because that's what I, I want to play Wolverine. By golly gee, I hope so, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> by golly gee, I hope so. Me too, guys. Scrumdiddly umptious he would be. Oh, so I was out shopping today, and uh, it, it, my wife got me this this pop right here. You guys, check out check out my sweet new pop that I just got it out of my collection. Right, it, it's the thing right here. I put. That's it, great, my hetero life mate, Matt. I know. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you think so, my hetero life mate, Kyle. So, so Kyle, so South by Southwest and. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con being canceled. F- fabulous or flubulous? It is flubulous. I don't think they should cancel any of that because of the coronavirus. Golly gee, man. Why would they do that? <laughs> what do you think, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that it's a little bit overreacting, but I, I can see with, with Seattle being the, the ground zero of of the outbreak in, in the U.S. I would like to hear that article, Matt, that you found that that, that where you read that. 
Can you well, bring that article up for me, please? I can't find it right now. We'll we'll have to get back to it. Golly gee, Matt. Let me let me Google search it real quick. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate that courtesy that you have extended to do that. You're you're welcome. Let me, let me get, pull it up here. What do you think, Brian, about Emerald City getting canceled because of the coronavirus? Um, I think it's just uh they're just doing it because they fucked up the venom variants. Oh, I, I got another pop, guys. Another <laughs> pop came in. Check, check out this awesome new pop. Well, it too just, bad it's not a supernatural pop, Matt. My wife just my wife just uh, uh brought brought another one for me. So I got another another pop in my collection. You think they canceled the whole thing, Brian, because they messed up a comic book? I think it's um Fab or Flub. Well, it's one or the other. <laughs> it can't be both. It can't be both. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Woof. So, so it says uh, Emerald City Comic Con will be indefinitely postponed <laughs> until later this summer. Um, and they remain Looks like determined. I read the right article, Matt. And they remain determined and committed to running <clears throat> Emerald City Comic Con in 2020 in Seattle. So so they're they're assuming you're gonna come back to Seattle. They are canceling it though, right? Yeah, yes. Well it's postponed, yes, until later there this are, summer. I read an article that they're already giving back people's money, but it might take about sixty days. Isn't it always funny how whenever you pay for something, they're quick to take your money, but when you want a refund, they're slow as shit to give it back to you? <laughs> That's pretty funny, my hetero life mate, Matt. <laughs> I'm glad you got my joke, my hetero life mate, Kyle. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. <laughs> 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 I apologize to everybody out there in listening land that I coughed. Kind of sticking with the the topic of the coronavirus here. Fabulous <laughs> or fabulous? The new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, has been pushed from from March to November due to the coronavirus because China is one of the biggest markets for James Bond. So they pushed it to the end of the year to to hopefully. Um, get sales. Do you think that's that's fabulous or flubulous? You know, I think it's flubulous because now we have to wait to go to the movies so that we can review it. I know how excited you are to go to the movies and, and eat that popcorn. I love sitting next to my hetero wife, Nate Matt, so that we can watch movies together and then we could go review them. Yes. Yes, we review them every Friday night, 730 right here on YouTube. We're going to review some movies. Movies. <laughs> it's feeling less and less hetero. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 the coronavirus wins if we all keep doing what we're doing now. We can't let it win. What do you think, Brian? Do you think it's fabulous or flubulous? Whoa. <laughs> to everybody out there who can't see, Brian is just shrugging his <laughs> shoulders. He's not sure what to even say. All kinds of technical difficulties here now. Is he frozen? Nope, he's not. <laughs> there we go. Now he's back. Now I got him back. 
Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties on the crunchers. What's going on? I must have muted myself. No, I hit something and it like made my screen massive, and I couldn't. Yeah, my screen is massive. <laughs> we shouldn't talk like this on our friendly, family-friendly podcast. Oh, I know. It's, you it's can't sick. say massive. No, you don't know who's listening. <laughs> there might be my, my scout troop might be listening. Oh, yeah, I don't have enough whiskey for tonight. You shouldn't be drinking on this show. I mean, it's just soda pop. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. So, what do you really think about this? I mean, just from the... So, CGC was the first to actually pull out of Emerald City. NDC, they did it together. I mean, what is that showing everybody, though, really? Well, how big is the problem up there? Is there a big issue up there in Seattle right now? I don't I don't have the news. I specifically don't watch the news because uh, I think it's all fear porn. So uh, what's going up, uh, on up there in Seattle? Well, Match has a good article that will be able to fill you in. Basically, um, Cal- the Seattle and Washington State is like ground zero for Ford in the U.S. It's spreading like crazy out there, and that's where most of the cases of coronavirus are popping up is there. Uh, we have two confirmed here in Maricopa County with a third one waiting to be confirmed from someone who works in like the medical field is, has got it. And then there's a, a cruise ship sitting off the coast of, I believe Japan. it's the same cruise ship that was sitting off the coast of Japan is now sitting off the coast of, of San Francisco. Really, and the people that were on there are sick again, and they're waiting. They they haven't offloaded them yet because they're they're quarantining them. Oh, I feel so. You know how so, shitty that would be. It would be super shitty, super fabulous. I mean, it would be a down in the dumps. It would be a downright pooper, a pooper. So, so your flub, your flub on them moving the James Bond movie. Yeah, <laughs> I am totally flub. On them moving the James Bond movie. What about you, Brian? Do you think that's fabulous or flubulous? I'm I'm flubulous. Brian's flubulous. I'm fl- I, I, I'm fabulous. I think it's okay because I think the James Bond movie will do better in November, where movies strategically normally do better than at the beginning of the year. So I think I think it's going to be good for this movie. It'll be. That's a great point you just made, Matt. Oh, it'll be a great time. Great time. Glad, I'm glad you liked my, my point. I have to, I, you know what? I have to kind of change my opinion a little bit. Hetero life mate, Matt. I'm going to start agreeing with you. Oh, that works. <laughs> so, um, fabulous or fabulous, we got our first look at the the new Batmobile here. So, so were you were you guys able to see the the pictures of the new Batmobile? Let me let me go ahead and pull the the image up. Let me get it. I appreciate you doing that, Matt. Let's, let's go ahead and share the screen. So here's the, the images of the new Batmobile here. There's the back of it with Robert Pattinson's Batman sitting in front of it. That's badass looking. Too fast, too furious. I like how it's all open on the back. There's the side uh, of it. That looks terrible. What the and, then, and that fast. It that is away. terrible. Holy shit. 
enlarge my screen here. Look how bad that is. And there's the front of it. It does. It looks like Dom's car from Fast and the Furious 1 that he builds at the end. That looks more like a Dodge. <laughs> That's crazy. It does. It looks more like, like a Dodge Charger. Charger. Yeah. Than a Chevy. A bunch of shit. Why would they do that? Man with coronavirus in search of woman with Lyme disease. <laughs> is Matt so, Reeves working on that? Oh, Matt Reeves is the director. He's directing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't understand the point that they're going with with this flub type of uh, Fast and Furious car that they got. The Dark and the Furious. So you're flub on it then, Kyle. (laughs) The Dark and the Furious. I am total flub on it. Unless you think differently, then I'm going to change my mind. Brian, are you fab or flub? I think I'm flub. Batman's rich, man. He can have a dope-ass car. Yeah, that's shitty. But wouldn't this kind of be like... You don't think it looks good for his beginning stages of, of like early in his career? Hasn't really worked out all the tech stuff yet or hasn't had time to like really put all the all that time into the Batmobile and then he shouldn't have it. He should just ride around on a bicycle, ching ching, ching ching. Little bat bike. As long as it looks cool. As long as it's got a bat bell. Yeah, I don't, I don't streamers. I don't think I particularly care for it either. I think I'm flub on this one too. Definitely gonna say flub. All kinds I mean, of flub. I guess he doesn't need a trunk. Guess not. He just took it out to put a mask. In the front, engine. like a like an old Volkswagen. <laughs> there you go. Like ma- he just took out his massive engine. <laughs> God, that's terrible. Yeah, it's it's bunk, man. It really is. It is it is that is flub times one hundred. <laughs> so still staying on the coronavirus topic, Fab your flub. Marvel will not move the Black Widow release date. Disney insists due to coronavirus. Do you think that's fabulous or flubulous? Why would they remove it? What's the point of moving the release date? Because they think people are going to be afraid to go to the theaters and sit with a bunch of cesspool mouth breathers and get. Um, coronavirus. What are the what are the side effects of coronavirus? It's just like a it's like a a, a more it's hardcore like a, flu. It it really only affects people who have a, a underlying medical illness or the elderly. So pretty much like the flu. Yeah. yeah. So it is the flu. But the problem with it is is that there's no there's no vaccine against it, so you can't vaccinate yourself against it. Oh, and, Barbara, we have to. We have to have immunities to it. We got to make our and own antibodies. There's to it. no, and it's it can live. It it can actually live. I've read in an article it can live for up to two hours on any surface, and that um. So you like you can con you can get it more than once also, because it's not like the flu where your body gets a, builds up. Oh, you get the flu way more than once. Well, yeah, because there's different strands of the flu, but. And it spreads quicker, I guess. It's more potent in the air. So that's that's the scare about coronavirus. But so fabulous it's not because or, of the beer. So fabulous or fabulous that it's gonna they're not gonna move. I think that's fab. Fub. Good good for Marvel. Flub? They'll move it. Flub Brian? Yeah. Why oh, do you yeah. think that's flub? You think Brian? they should move it? 
Sorry, I'm, what is fabulous and fabulous again? So whether you agree or disagree with it. So if you agree with it, it's fabulous. If you disagree with it, it's flubulous. Oh, I uh, I agree that it's fabulous. So it's fabulous. <laughs> so fabulous. Oh. There you go. All right, so we're, we're all pretty much in agreement there. That's great because we're friends. Yeah. Friends agree. Our next fab or flub will be Disney Plus orders Beauty and the Beast series starring Josh Gad. Is that fabulous or flubulous? Who's Josh Fad? Gad. Gad. He's from the that show you watch, um, Avenue 5. He's the, the Judd dude, the blonde-haired guy. Oh, he's funny. That dude's funny. Basically, do you want to do you want to uh, Beauty and be the Beast live action TV show with with part of the same cast that was in the movie? Sure, a live action movie. Why not? Is he going to be Beast? No. Or is he going to be a teacup? He's Gaston's gay sidekick. What? Huh? Yeah, he's Gaston's gay sidekick. Gaston, the the like bad guy prince that fights the beast at the end. He had a little sidekick, and that's who Josh Gad's character is. I don't remember a sidekick. I'm flubbing the sidekick. You're flubbing the sidekick? I think I'm flubbing it, too. Isn't he supposed to be Penguin or something? No. No. Penguin is Colin Farrell. Wasn't he supposed to be somebody? They uh, People wanted him to be. Uh, that dude's funny. I mean... I know who you're talking about. He's the dumb guy that fucking that's like his that like yeah follow- he's like the rich he's like the rich guy that owns the ship. Uh, okay, I know who you're talking about. I, I got it now. I mean, I don't see any problem with it. I mean, I really don't give a shit. I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. Hey, hey, hey! This is a family friendly show. We got kids I'm watching sorry. us. I don't give a crap. We might, a have, we might have kids. I don't give a poo if they do that. I'm just checking out his wife. Whose wife? I get Josh Gad's wife. Bring it up. Let's see it. Yeah, as one of our listeners says, short little fat guy that stroked Gaston's ego. That's him. Yep, I know who it is now. By the way, did I mention? Did you guys check out my pops collection here? Like, I've been working real hard on it. I'm I'm pretty it, proud of proud of my pops look, collection. It looks good. I want to give you one more real quick look of of the rush from Mega Man that my wife just walked in and, and handed me. Wow, it's it's pretty awesome. How many more supernatural pops do you need until you've got a complete collection? Oh, I just need the glow in the dark zombie ones of of Hank and Dean, and and we're good. I've got them all. Hank and Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that in an article one time. The other day was Hank and Dean. <laughs> I'll have to pull it up later. Yeah, I'll have to pull. I'll have to pull that article up later. <laughs> Hank and Dean. I believe. I believe it was on. Um. um I, I yeah. I can't remember the source. I can't remember the source. You got, I'm sure we got this covered later. or something. It, it, it was, it, you don't trust them. You don't trust we got this covered. Oh my god! You're but so funny, Matt. F- f- flab or flub, Brian? Uh, I don't remember anymore. Brian's flub. Brian's flub. We're just gonna go yeah. with flub. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's just gonna go flub. <laughs> Our next topic, Fab or Flub, Tico Waititi <laughs> is helming two animated Charlie and the Chocolate Factory series for Netflix. Is this fabulous or flubulous? I like that. 
Brian's fab on that one. He's the guy who did uh, Ragnarok, right? Yes. Yeah. And Jojo Rabbit. And Jojo Rabbit? And Yeah, Jojo Rabbit was a fantastic movie. You should watch it. If I is can, that I movie probably, also fab? If, it's, if I can, I can probably email it to you. It is also I fab. I would appreciate that, buddy. Yep. So it's it, it, uh, on top of this, uh, what's that guy's name again? Watiki? Tiko Waititi? Tiki, Tiki, Tiki. Tiki Barber. Um, Joe Pack says it's flub. I it, agree. It, uh, on, the, on that same thing, uh, Christian Bale has uh, been uh, said he's going to play a villain for sure, right? Because uh, his co- yes. co-star. He has been confirmed to be a villain. So I'm pretty sure, I mean, th- that says that he's going to be uh, God Butcher, right? I mean, he's got to be. They just said he's an alien from a different planet. He doesn't, they didn't say anything about God Butcher. That's what God Butcher is. So we will see. We'll have to put a pin on that Faber flub because I haven't read an article on it yet. We'll have to get back to it another time. I, I actually heard from this article that I just read just now. Uh, we got this covered. He's going to play Galactus. Who? Christian Bale is going to play Galactus. No, he's not. He's going to play Galactus. And Taron Edgerton is going to be, be Wolverine in Captain Marvel 2. And Shia LaBeouf is going to play Rogue. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's a fantastic actor. Haven't you ever seen the movie Fury? It's one of my favorite movies. He's a method actor. He actually, the scars on his face in Fury, he actually gave himself those scars for real. And he he pulled his tooth out because he's so method. And uh, have you seen, I mean, have you seen his interview on Hot Ones with Sean Evans? Like, it's the greatest interview ever done in the history of interviews okay i can't take this anymore i can't either <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> i tried so hard it's, it, I, I can't we, ha- we <laughs> haven't even made it to to our movie review yet guys we gotta do our movie review we're not doing a fucking movie review oh well, well come on come on we're supposed to review mall rats <laughs> the cinematic masterpiece from kevin smith <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and get into our movie review then real quick and, it, and it, we'll move on from Faber we'll, yeah. we'll come back to it do you really think he's going to play fucking Galactus no no I'm joking <laughs> oh, thank god I'm starting to get pissed no, <laughs> I, was really, I was really starting to get mad so so we got to explain why, why this charade is going on right yeah we got to let them know <laughs> I mean everyone okay yeah well go ahead and let them know Kyle since Go for it. You're good. Good to do it. You're good. <laughs> so there's a uh, a post of a group that we're part of on Facebook that's for podcasters to promote your podcasts and and stuff like that. And there's a, a gentleman who put on a post. Hey, I'm looking for other geek and nerd and pop culture podcasts to to collab with and and get to know. And I want to hear your show and listen to ours and see if we can work together. So Couch Crunchers put their show up. So I was like, all right, I'll put ours up. And I put ours in uh, Max from Couch Crunchers decided to go on there and, and on my post and go, they asked for pop culture podcasts. You're not a pop culture podcast. You're a podcast that talks about nothing but dildos and Cocosaurus Rexes. So Kyle got on and he was like, I expected that from other Couch Crunchers, <coughs> Sam, but not you, <laughs> but not you, Max. So Max shot, fired the first shot. So we felt like we weren't a, a real pop culture podcast so we decided to to try our hand at 
being a real pop culture podcast like Couch Crunchers is. It sucks. It's no fun. <laughs> it's not fun. No offense, guys, but so yeah, you I'm guys do you guys do too good of a job for us to do it. Yep. <laughs> you guys do a fabulous job. We do a flubulous job. Yeah. But at least you got some pops out of it. But at least you got some pops out of it. I mean, I'm I'm sitting in my awesome office here. It's it's a great time, guys. It's a great time to be a couch cruncher. Make sure to unsubscribe to Couch Crunchers. <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash Couch Crunchers. Unsubscribe. And hit that. And make sure to unclick that notification bell. If we get 50 unsubscribers tonight, I will auction off a pop for my collection. So you, you said they canceled South by Southwest. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do our fucking real show now. Yes. They canceled South by Southwest. And like, um, that's an insane music festival that's much bigger than comic-con that's for sure yeah isn't it music and movies like south by southwest is kind of it's huge yeah it's like a huge huge party Mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of like the comic-con of music i would say right music and movies and it's like it's like a big austin party basically that's all it is it's all the the um woke people get out there and dance and do drugs Woo! Yeah, it's like a hipster type thing. I thought it was just a. I thought it was just a great a place where you get to see new music, music you've heard, music you've not heard of. It's, it's just yeah. Every they got a, a strip. They've got a, a a bar strip in Austin. I forget what it's called, but it's a place in Austin where there's basically just bars on every place is a bar, and uh, they have shows constantly going in every venue in Austin. With you know, there's probably like I don't know a hundred different bands that play, and you can just choose anyone you want to go to. They're also they they show a bunch of independent movies and stuff like that, and old school flicks, and it's a it's it's kind of like um, I don't know what to how to explain it. It's just it's a party. It's a party in downtown Austin, right? But I mean, do you think this is between like this and Emerald City? Do you think this is really just like the media taking this and running with it. I have no you, idea, man. I'm so out of this. Or do you think it's really like they're really trying to protect people? Or do you think they're I almost I truly almost believe it's fucking catering. Like this is what people expect to see. This is what you know like oh if if we if we put it on like almost to the fact where like they probably got enough people to complain can't believe you're still gonna put on the comic-con even though the coronavirus is here you know what i mean and they're like fuck it we don't want people to not come we would rather postpone it instead of you know what i mean like i i just you know is this just is just this the media taking too too far that that that, they make so much money off of south by southwest they wouldn't want to i'm really surprised they're canceling it and put it that way. I I mean I think there's more to it. If they're canceling, there's more to it that we don't know yet. Because if they're canceling South by Southwest, and I mean they're quarantining people for 14 days, if you get this, it's just I don't I don't know what it is about this virus that makes it different than like you said, like the flu. But they're quarantining people for it. They're you have people pulling out because they don't want to get it. They canceled Emerald City Comic Con, which is like the third I would say the third biggest show of the year. You know, it's the other. I mean, C two E two is right there with it. So maybe third or fourth biggest show of the year. 
I'm I'm interested to see what happens with WonderCon in a few weeks. If they cancel WonderCon, um, it, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm worth Kyle. I'm and that's not a joke. I mean, I'm kind of like it's you know it's the flu. The flu has a higher death rate than than coronavirus. I think, I think what we're doing is we're too much. We're pandering too much now. Oh, it's an uproar. We better follow the masses and and go buy soap, and we should cancel this. And I think that's what's kind of going on. Are people really s- selling soap on the secondary market? Probably. There's the shelves that are cleared out, which goes to show is you motherfuckers need to start washing your hands more because all if, uh, if all of a sudden everyone's buying soap and it's starting to run out, it goes to show there's a bunch of dirty motherfuckers out there. I nasty. Wash your goddamn hands. I personally love the compilation that's going around online right now of people telling you to wash your hands and not touch your face and then touching their face or licking their hands right afterwards. <laughs> that's, that is funny. Whatever you do, don't don't touch your face. Up oh, and you turn the page. Yep. <laughs> yep. Or you do you you know, I've seen about fifteen to twenty of you in this audience right now touching your face. I heard if you fucking if you put your finger in your butthole and you wave at somebody, they get the coronavirus. <laughs> I heard the coronavirus really comes from your butthole. Oh, is that what you heard? Yes, especially when you eat too much corn. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, the coronavirus. What are you waving at? Oh, it doesn't work? What? I thought if I put my hand on my butthole and oh, you're waving, oh, you're waving. Oh, <coughs> oh, Kyle's got Corona now. <coughs> Hold on, we got to quarantine Kyle real fast. Kyle's been quarantined. <laughs> got to quarantine the Kyle. Kyle quarantine. Oh, we quarantined Brian too. Everyone's getting I quarantined. Found out I'm immune against the coronavirus. So if the doctors want to come and take my antibodies and blood and and study it. That they can so that we can all be better for I will help spread the cure. Max, I'm not talking about the band. Max Scott says here in Australia, fuckers are stabbing people with knives in supermarkets for toilet paper. <laughs> 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 Why? That's what I, I saw one of my friends posted on Facebook too, where she's like, toilet paper is sold out at like every store I'm going to. How this why do you need toilet paper like I can understand that. Wipe your butt. And hand, that's you know. why you, I don't yeah, know why you need to, you need to stock up on it like that. Wipe our ass. You need to stock up on like, you know, a good like 12 pack. It will last me a while. What's, and I got what, a big old ass. What's the worst thing is after you take a big old dump and you realize, shit, I have no shit paper. I always have plenty of shit paper, but I don't need to stock up on it. Like it's a goddamn apocalypse. Then you gotta, then you gotta look for fucking napkins and, and then you're doing those dry ass Chipotle napkins. It gets it just sucks, man. I don't know how anybody uses toilet paper anymore, anyways. That shit's stupid. Fucking adult wipes are the fucking way to go. Fuck yeah, adult <laughs> wipes. Throw them in the fridge. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. You throw them in the fridge, dude. They're nice and cold. You're wiping your butt. It's like, it's like I hate my Carlton for your butthole. Yeah, I like mine nice and warm. <laughs> Well, you know, I look at it like I look at it like this: if a pigeon shits on your arm, you're not just going to rub it off with a dry napkin. You're washing it. You're getting wet, and you're wiping it, and you're cleaning it. 
So the one thing that, besides most people's mouths, but the one thing that has poop come out of it, you're just going to scrape it with paper? Weird. Yeah. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Like the coronavirus that I'm immune to. So if you need my antibodies, just let me know. Kyle's immune to it because all the whiskey he drinks. <sighs> so keep yes, them in what you drinking tonight there, Kyle? Whiskey and Red Bull. Woo! Ah, yes, sir. But, I mean, it's – obviously, it's got a big effect on – it's affecting the economy. It's affecting the stock market. Like you said, they moved the James Bond movie, the brand-new James Bond movie from this month till November. And But they did that because China is one of their best-selling markets, and they're and not they, letting people out in public at all there. Like I, like I told you earlier, I'm going to be scared when you have the HPV horsefly virus. <laughs> HPV that's when it I'm going to be flies around and bites everyone and gives them genital warts, even though like 90% of the population already has it already has HPV. That's why it's see when you get it from a horse fly, it's horse. a different virus Okay, and we don't have immunities to it. So next year will be scary with the HPV horse, uh, horse fly virus. Solo Wookie says everyone kiss Kyle. He's a mutant. You know what? Meet me behind the school. Kisses for a dollar. Kisses for a dollar behind the school. <laughs> I'll be there at three. But hmm. I, I think, I think them closing. Honestly, them closing Emerald City was more of of the amount of people pulling out because, like Jim Lee pulled out. <laughs> but yeah. Jim Lee pulled out and Dark Horse pulled out and. There was a lot of talent that was that was pulling out of that convention. I'll be interested to see what happens. A lot of people don't, though. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what. Well, because like C two E two just went off last weekend, and there you haven't heard anything from nobody that yet. pulled out there. <laughs> At some stage, you're gonna lick both. <laughs> you are correct. C two E two, and then they had the um, convention in Virginia that, yeah, you know, at some point. Virginia doesn't count. Well, I'm just saying, Virginia counts in the grand scheme of things. Oh, that. Speaking of Virginia, um, I need to show off my Robbie Rodriguez sketch to everybody. Matt, can you pull that up? No, because I don't have it. Okay, here I'm gonna forward it to you. So, this is what I want to do with everybody. Um, so. It's funny too because, like, you know, it was it got signed last Saturday, right? So I had been checking CBCS just to see what it, um, when it's going to, you know, how it comes in and they email you and it shows that it's got your order. I uh, so I've been I've been getting kind of nervous because I was like, fuck, it's it's taking a while. So I emailed them today. And I was like, dear CBCS, I'm, I, I, for, I'm at fortitude. So I, I, so that is once again, shout out to Tim, but that is my, he, I sent my book to Virginia and he took the time out of his day to have Robbie Rodriguez sign it and give me a sketch and send it to CBCS. So big shout out to him. Loving that. I'm so, I'm so excited to you know have that book back in my collection with that sketch on it. 
So I sent a, a uh, an email to CBCS today, and I was like, um, "Hey, I didn't like say my name. I didn't really bitch about. It. I was just like, when do you guys expect getting the books in from GalaxyCon? And do you guys still do the process in which when you get a book, they email you to let you know they received it? And you know how CBCS, um." They kind of well, Brian knows this, Matt doesn't, but they they notify you through the process. They notify you when they get it. They notify when it's grading. They notify when it's being shipped out. They they kind of let you know through it. Um, I emailed them, and not even fifteen minutes after I email them, I get an email: "Congratulations, we have received your book." So, I got a fast pass. CBCS says five week turnaround without a fast pass. They're at five weeks. So I bought a fast pass. They got my book today on three six. Let's make bets. And, and if everybody listening to this is what I'll do. If if a listener has a correct date, I'll send them something cool. So guess a date when you think I'm going to get my book, when you think my book will be at my front door. Kyle will send you a, no, sir, that's an incorrect statement t-shirt. And if he doesn't, he's got to wear a big, giant, black. I I don't have shirts to give out like that. So <laughs> I can't I can't make a weird bet like that. He'll order you one. So, I no, I will, I will send you out a cool comic if whoever guesses the date. So... We'll start with Brian. Nobody wants that shit. They said a five-week turnaround. I bought a fast pass. When do you think I'm getting my book back? They got it. We got it today, March 6th. That's when they entered it into the system. I'll say six weeks. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five. So you're saying March 17th. Yep. That's six, well, that's six Saturdays from now. 13th to the 20th, 20th to the 27th, 27th to the 3rd, 3rd to the 10th, 10th to the 17th. Michael Stout says March 31st, and uh, TK421 says Oh, wait, hold, hold on. Hold, we, need to write, we need to write this down. So he says June. I'd be so pissed if it's June twenty second. I bet you he's going to be spot on. <laughs> I'll be so pissed. I'm going to say like May fifteenth. I'm going to say May. May. I'm going to say May. So, okay. So Brian says April seventeenth. You're saying May what? I'm gonna say May fifteenth. What's? Hold on, let me see. What's what's May fifteenth? Is that a? It's a Friday. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with May fifteenth. Okay. Anybody else? Anybody? April nineteenth. Scott 19th. says April nineteenth. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I'm gonna. I'm going to give CBCS the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say April 9th. 
you might well, be see that, and that's the conversation Kyle and I had earlier is do you uh, is maybe it's going to be faster because of all these cancellations so that Emerald City Comic Con is a big con- convention they don't have they won't get books from there now but but Kyle was like C two E two and then whatever happened to Virginia so I mean you know C two E two they got flooded with books yeah. I'm just one lonely guy with one book and a fast pass. But if they're saying a five-week turnaround without a fast pass, then I should be looking at 17 weeks. What um, did they <laughs> did they hook you up with the the signature verification? Or so I, I I already had Latour's signature on it. Uh huh. So the tours will be verified robbie's will be authenticated yeah okay right or is that flip-flopped that's so stupid so you know i I I think yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be rodriguez's will be verified and latour's will be um authenticated well yeah whatever but it still gets a red label yeah so i asked our the, the guy we all know from cvcs like I, I just noticed it said it, it, in the notes, and I probably just never noticed this before. This is probably just the first time I've noticed it. It said encapsulate even if signature doesn't authenticate or verify or one of those words. And I asked, so th- that's struck a question to me. I was like, what? So what happens? My if, dog if, just ripped down my green screen. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked. I asked him the question. I, I thought about it. I was like, okay, if they say no to the Latour signature, but yes to Robbie because Robbie was witnessed, what ends up happening with uh, what ends up <laughs> what ends up happening with the book? Like, what do they end up doing? And uh, well, here's the worst part: if if they if they do that, do they put a different color label on there? Because how many people just see multiple signatures? You know what I mean. So what it happens is, is it gets the yellow label for the Robbie Rodriguez signature, but then it gets docked because there's marker on the cover. See, that's bullshit. That's they shouldn't even do that. You know what I mean? Because when you do that, you 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 trick people. You, you know, you know, get what I'm saying? Like if they there's gotta be like a big huge sign that says fake or something on there because one of them's gonna be good, the other one's not. You know what I mean? So are you gonna put it in a yellow label? Yeah, they give it a yellow label that just says See, that's that's scary. It says witness, you know, because it says verified, or it says witness signature. It'll say Robbie Rodriguez. So it gets the yellow label because that's the the sketch and the was witnessed. So I got one. So why don't we go fake a Stanley signature, then go get Robbie Rodriguez to wit uh, get a witness signature by Robbie Rodriguez, and it'll get a yellow label. It will. It, it'll it'll say Robbie Rodriguez witness signature black marker on cover and then yeah. it'll be it'll be docked points yeah that's that's stupid wow 
Because I, I was just, I had never seen that on the thing. It probably said it before, or maybe something happened so that they they put it now. Because I don't ever remember it seeing that for any of the red labeled stuff I've ever gotten. I don't expect it to come back fake because it's it's he that his the signature is common and the sketch that he does on that Spider Verse is common as well. So I don't expect it to come, but I, it just, it was just something I, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. But I'm really stoked to have that Robbie Rodriguez signature. And if it comes back all fucked up like that, I'm just going to crack it. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep it. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Uh, it's, it's for my collection. That's I'm not selling it. I'm not flipping it. The only thing that sucks is, so the tw it's $25 to have them verify Jason Latour's signature. It's $5 for the witness signature. It was $10 for the fast pass. And it's $15 to get graded. And it's $23 to get it shipped back to me. $81. Wow. Right? Damn. So, so actually, do I really crack it? I would. Yeah, no. Like, like it's Crack crazy. It open. Crack it open, bitches. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I'm not worried. You know, because I know it's not fake. So. Yeah. Whatever. And, and if it is, fuck it. I guess it's my fault for not getting it graded the first time. Whatever. I think you'll be all right. But like I said, it's for my personal collection, so whatever. I mean, yeah, Latour, you, Latour, yours has got the little Spider-Man. Like, did Latour draw the little Spider-Man on yours too? Little yeah, and, it says, uh, and then it has his little. It says like uh, it's like JL JL on, on it. Yeah. yeah, you should be all right. Yeah, it's it's common. It's you Google it. It's it's pretty common. Yeah. So, all right, I'll be right back. I need to get ice. Talks amongst yourselves. He needs, he needs to get ice. I need to make him a so drink. Fab or Flo. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, back to the the Tico Atiti thing. Are you excited for? I mean, would you watch an animated Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Do you think that's that yes? I already would. been remade. Like, do we want? Do we need to see it again? If it's adult and kind of dark, yeah, I'll watch it. I think. I mean, I think YTD is is the perfect person to handle a project like that. I just do you want it to be more like the um, the original movie, or yes, I, I don't want it to be anything like the Johnny Depp one. Neither do I. I want it to be like the original. I, I want a. Yeah. I mean, I want a darker Willy Wonka, but I kind of want him to be the same style that. Uh, Gene uh, Wilder did it. Not he was dark. He was super dark. I think he was much darker than the Johnny Depp one. You think so? The way he played uh, Willy Wonka, yeah, for sure. He was much darker. Um, the movie might. Well, the movie was dark too. If you watch it now, it's really dark. You know what I mean? If you watch it as an adult, it's fucking dark. He almost plays it like I don't know. I think Johnny Depp almost plays it like. He's on the spectrum, like he's got a like a, a mild form of autism. Yes, and and he's got that whole like uh, PTSD about his dad, who's a dentist. Backstory bullshit. It's so stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. I was not a fan of those movies. So. 
But I mean, I, th- I think after seeing Jojo Rabbit, have you seen Jojo Rabbit yet? No, but I've heard about it. I've after heard seeing Jojo about. Rabbit, I think he would he would kill it, and Willy Wonka, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, whichever one. But see, I wonder if because aren't they two separate books? Wasn't um, wasn't Charlie and the Cho- wasn't Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory the first one, and then Charlie was the second? Or I can't. I I know they're the the books like titled differently. So the first one is Charlie and Chocolate Factory, and the second one is Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. I actually don't know what you're talking about. No, you you, you that's you hit exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> the name of the books. Because I couldn't remember yeah. the book was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, because the se- the second book is when he actually leaves in it. Yeah. Great Glass Elevator. So it says that the first of the two projects will center on the main tale based in the 1964 uh, novel, while the other will feature uh, an, an enormous factories uh, making or the Oompa Loompa stuff. So that's, I think that'll be interesting. But Fucking better be. Fabulous or fabulous. Take OYTD declare Scarlett Johansson the star of the decade. I only did it just because of Brian. I don't know about that. Because she's beat, right? Were you talking about Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. I said said since he did Jojo Rabbit, and I asked Brian if he saw Jojo Rabbit, said after watching Jojo Rabbit, I think he'll do a, a good job. So. I don't even know what that is. Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. It's a um, movie Tiko did about a little kid who's growing up in Nazi Germany and his imaginary friend is Hitler. Pass. Dude, it's really funny. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. It, no, it is. It's really funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a movie about tolerance. It's, I'll wait till it's on Redbox. It, I think it is already as on Redbox. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I have a link to it I can send you. I told you I would send Pass. it to you. Oh, that was real? I thought you were yeah, just Yeah, no, that was real. Yeah. I thought you were just fucking around. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Gunn and Batista um, keep pressing to make a Drax and Mantis team-up film. I think flub. I'm flub on that, too. I like them, I like them enough in the Guardians and, and the crossover in uh, Endgame and Infinity War, but I don't think I want to – I don't think I need to see a movie of them two together. No, they're great supporting characters. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't see Drax and Mantis being a, a main focus team. Sorry if you're you're fans of those characters, but like Kyle said, they're they're better um, supporting than than main. But Brian, what what do you guys got on the hot ten this week? Anything? Uh, perfect timing because uh, I'm getting ready to head over to do it, so I'll knock these out real quick. Uh, hot ten is. A little crazy this week. It's uh, got a lot of books that um, are new. So that's Ooh. a has yeah. the has the Batman punchline stuff started to cool down. Yeah, uh, it definitely has. I think there's one Batman book on there this week. Um, here we go. Right, let's do this. Uh, yeah, there's just one Batman book on there this week, which is nice. I think I think that character, like you guys were saying. 
now that they've revealed more about that character and what people are speculating, I think that character and the popularity is going to take a massive hit. Especially yep. that they're saying that the character is going to be more like Lex Luthor's um, secretary or, or sidekick lady than, I can't think of her name right now, um, versus his new like Harley Quinn. So, Yeah, that would be bullshit. Um, so uh, honorable mention this week for the um, Golden Age is Suspense Comics number three, uh, a Schomburg cover. Uh, we all know uh, the name Schomburg. I mean, if you're in comics, you should know the name Schomburg. He's one of the greatest cover artists um, of the Golden Age. And uh, this was a cover of his. And obviously, you can see why people love it. It's not only got the the uh, the the knives and and spears and guns. It's got a bunch of Nazis killing a virgin and uh, hoods and just a, a moon in the background with the bats. And so there's, there's all the different things that people collect on here. It's, this is a huge cover. And uh, it says, uh, Ben put on here at the end, this one valued in the $20,000 range sold Holy in 5.0 for $53,000. Holy shit. 5.0 of the of this cover sold for $53,000, guys. So That's crazy. Uh, it's funny because what Ben says in this is that man it's showing that the comic comic market is healthy as ever. So, you know, people are always bringing up the bubble and this and that, but for a $53,000 sale on a 5.0 book, um that's that's supposed to be valued in as a 20 uh, twenty thousand dollar range. Jesus makes me uh, want to send all my golden books out to get graded. You should. You have you have a couple really big hitters in that of, of that golden age stuff. I think we, when you first showed them to me, we went over uh, which big hitters you got. So yeah. Um. The next. All right. Let's see here. What we got here? And uh, the next one coming up. I don't know why it's doing this, but uh, for some reason it's not working. No, you're right. All right, here we go. This is uh, the next one. This is... Yeah, I have that book. Scarlet Spider number one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this is honorable mention. This is the Scarlet Spider-Man number one from 2012, the Bagley variant. It's a one in 25. Um, ben puts, he was not aware that this is a very difficult book to track down, so much so that the loan copy on eBay sold this week for $135. Oh, you got that exact book, Matt? Yep. Going up on eBay, baby. Yeah, yeah which, which may be just as much as the one in fifty variant Venom of this title that came out in the same week. So it's a good uh, cover, though. It is. I don't know why this isn't working. Let me let me figure this out here. Hold Shit on. happens. Shit happens. One second, guys. Let me figure this out. It does. It does happen. Sometimes twice a day. Right. I mean, if you're regular. <laughs> All right, I got it. Um, hot 10. Let's go there. I think I got it. And we're back. There we go. Okay. Now you can put it back. All right. So, yeah. So that's that one. Number 10. This is a book that I've been big on for a while. I always search for it. I never can find it in decent grade. And this is the first appearance of um, Magic. Um, and she's just killing it right now in the actual comics. And then with the new mutant stuff coming out, finally, uh, a 9.8 in this book right now are selling for 300 plus. So everybody go back to your, your wasted boxes of comics that you don't care about and look for new mutants 14. Yep. 
And uh, there's less than 200 right now in 9.8 on the census, which is unbelievable. So that that numbers that price is going to go up. Um, number nine, nine this year, this week is a beautiful Jenny Frisson variant out of 500, the Mercy number one Jenny Frisson variant. Uh, you could have bought this as a store variant for 19 19.99 on pre-order. Not anymore though. Now that it's live, it's selling in the 50 to 60 dollar range raw, which yeah. is yeah, and it's only it's out of five hundred, but look how beautiful that cover is. That, I know it's a badass cover. I mean, just the the pinks and the reds, it, it kind of just pops at you. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, that that book eight, is is popular right now too. It's getting a lot of praise. Yeah, uh, it, it that mercy is is popular right now. Um, dark red number one, the Shannon Mayer's color splash C two E two variant out of three hundred. And Ben says it's weird to be doing a variant of a book that came out a year ago, but they did it, and it's selling in the eighty plus range. So, I'm not a what, fan. What of made that one hot? What's that? What's made that book so hot? Shannon Mayer. Everybody loves Shannon oh. Mayer. Uh, just yeah. the art. I'm not a fan. It's too digitized for me. Um, it just. But it, I mean, he's it's good. It's just I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, Number seven, this is uh, a couple, there's a couple big ones of this one. The, the Last of Us, American Dreams, number one. Um, a lot of talk about this movie being made. Uh, some big studio just. So they're not uh, making a movie. It's being, uh, it's been optioned by HBO and is going to be yep. a TV series. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's, this is a, a $50 raw book right now. That's The Last of Us, number one. Uh, American Dreams number one. So American there's Dreams. two. There's two Last of Us books on the list this week. This one's number seven. Uh, Amer Last of Us American Dreams number one. And Ben says everything that I said about. Well, basically, th this was selling for around twenty five dollars, and it's doubled to fifty dollars plus raw. So number six, another beautiful cover. Uh, Coyotes number one. Ben says he could not find a single sale prior to this week when the creator stated that this book is in development. Now it's selling for around $20 raw. So I like that cover and uh, it's an old school uh, image book. Um, it's from the 25, 25th anniversary year. I forget which year that was, but uh, Coyote's number one. Number five is Batman number 90. Uh, we all know why this is on there. We talked about it before, you know, busting out the list. Everybody's going crazy about that character. But uh, this is the first full appearance of the designer. Mm -hmm. So it's also got that on there. $15 to $20 raw for both the A and B covers. On the yeah. That came out Wednesday? Yeah. I need to go to the comic book store. Here's the big one this week uh, that everybody's talking about. It's not number America. one. Yeah, Venom, The End, number one, Clayton Crane, C2E2 variant out of 600. Um, there was a lot of problems with people not getting their orders on this. I know the um, Slabbed Heroes guy who uh, sells all the the, the, the 9.8 um, you know, pre-orders, he was assured that he was going to get a bunch of these books, and they ended up selling them out from underneath them. And all these people are super pissed about not getting this book when they ordered it, so... Uh, I think this was, um, it might've been Scorpion comics that, that was, was kind of like involved in doing, making this for C2E2, but, uh, it's, it's going crazy. It's, um, it says here, Crane's specialty is definitely symbiotes. And this one with the American flag wrapped around Venom's neck is quite stunning. Selling similarly, uh, selling in the $125 range. This one is five times rarer than number one. So. 
the number one book this week. So it's sold better than they expected. So people who pre-ordered, they didn't send it to them. Exactly. Well, they sold them all out on the floor, and they didn't keep any copies behind for the pre-orders. Don't so it's just complete fucked up. So yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. Number three, Dark Reign, the Young Avengers number one. Uh, this is a uh, first appearance of uh, Sylvie Lushton, who will appear in the Loki Disney Plus series. Um, and this book jumped out of the dollar bins up to $20 uh, raw. Is that who Owen Wilson's playing? Uh, it could be. Could be. Wow. It's a cool cover, though. Mark Brooks. What? I like Mark Brooks. Wow. So. Wow. Uh, here's the second Last of Us book. This is number two this week. Last of Us American Dreams number one Naughty Dog variant. And he says, I think a lot of people have been ho hoping that this would get optioned and it's happened this week via HBO. Now, I don't know if you watch HBO or not, but their production value on their shows is second to none. So it seems to yes. be doing pretty well. Anyways, uh, raw copies jump from 15 to 20 up to $50. And 9.8 are... Um, selling up to $325. Number one this week is a beautiful cover, but I just, it's crazy. Just, I, I don't think it's that great of a cover. I, you know, I, I like negative variants, just like Ben says. I, I always like JTC variants. This one's not as best, um, but it's a C2E2 variant and there's 3,000 of these. So I don't understand why it's, people are going crazy for it. They should be, you know, trying to get the Venom book more because there's only 600 of those. But there's 3,000 of these, and uh, they're selling for 125 plus. Damn. So That's, that's uh, a hard pass. It is cool, though, because it is labeled the number out of 3,000, which that is a big deal. More comic companies need to be doing this. Um, it makes it a little easier to say that there for sure is only this many books. Um, you can't say out of 3,000 because then you don't know which one you have. It just makes it easier to steal that from the card market. Um, you, I, you know you have 400 or 3,000. You got it. So um, that's the list this week. Sweet. So, yeah, kind of crazy. A lot of money. A lot of money in that in that market. So You got to have a lot of money to be able to be in that to. To make the money in that market, though. You, you're, that's the problem. You have to have mm -hmm. money to make money in that market, so be careful. All right, I'll be back. Later. All right, have fun. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. See you later. All right, Crunchers. Let's get into the, the what we're watching portion of our show. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, what have you been watching or, or playing? Um, I watched The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, let's what, what what's going on with The Walking Dead? I can't I can't do this anymore. Like I want to finish it out, and I want to do the movie review, but it's just not it's just not working for us. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Walking Dead? A real this week? pop culture podcast. So, I fuck it. I'm Walk, cool with that. Walking Dead this week. Um, yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I thought it was. It had its moments. Um, I mean, it was, it was exciting and action packed for a little bit of it. And then had a little bit of boring, I thought that the ability for the whispers to just crawl in a tunnel underground into Alexandria was a little ridiculous. I was so pissed about that. Cause I think when we watched it, you actually had a different opinion about it. Well, no, I still thought it was, was, um, stupid, but, but like, 
I understand like how they could do it unnoticed, but they're really going to take all that time to dig a goddamn tunnel from fucking an RV from God knows where all the way to a, yes, exactly. Zombie (laughs) all the way to go back to dick jokes for God's sake. I know it's terrible, isn't it? (laughs) Um, for a fucking, I, to me, that it, it, the Walking Dead jumped a shark. Yes. I thought it was completely fucking stupid. The fact that, just like we were talking about before, Alexandria's this fortified city with guards and people with guns and arrows and spikes and walking around on horseback. Any motherfucker that wants to just fucking just strolls on into that bitch. Yep. That's fucked, man. The fact that, like, oh, we're the fact that he just decided one day I'm taking this long ass tunnel that we fucking all the way to Dante's grave that fucking <laughs> that we dug. Nobody noticed. There's a fucking hole. That, I, Do you think that was Dale's uh, RV at the beginning? That they were you using. Know what? I, I thought that for a second, and then I thought maybe it was the RV from the that they were driving around with Negan before well, they got caught. That was Dale's, wasn't it? Was that, it Dale's? That was Dale's RV. Yeah, because remember they were driving Dale's RV, and when yes. when Negan and them all busted him and circled him up to bash Glenn and Abraham's brains in. So, th- yes, then it's probably th- yes, then it's Dale's RV. But I mean, but I thought it was. So they just got two random, like, like Alpha goes up and says, hey, you two walkers, fucking go hang out in this RV and protect this goddamn fucking smuggling tunnel we made. But not only that, the, so he sneaks in with the tunnel. He kills two guards, takes their armor, then kills that other lady from Hill, from the kingdom, I can't think of her name, with the neck tattoo in the jail cell. Judith shoots him. You don't know where the hell RJ is, little Rick. You assume he's in the house somewhere. Nobody acts like they hear the gunshot from Judith. Like, nobody's coming to help these people. And he has time to just get up and be like, lol, that didn't hurt, and wander off. You know? It's like, what? what is going on? I think the second that happened, I actually, I think I sent you Fonzie jumping the shark. Yes, you did. I, I was. I'm still pissed about it because it's just. It's it. The Walking Dead is done. Two episodes. We've not seen Michonne in two episodes. The first two episodes. Well, we know why though. Yeah, she's gonna be leaving the show. So her. her no, she's on a ship. Uh, that's true. Getting yeah, a bigger I ship. About the ship. Yeah. And she's, she's gonna be gone. For, yeah. She said she's gonna be gone for a while. Um, the Daryl Alpha stuff was cool. Uh. That fight was cool. It was um, all right. The fa- you know what? I think this was like a loophole, kind of a a continuity error. Is, is Alpha was bleeding? The zombie should have seen right through that shit and mauled the fuck out of her. Well, I laughed when it screams in her face. She's bleeding like yeah. it's it's figured out. That's that. I don't give a fuck. That that all that they jumped a shark. Walking Dead. 
I mean, they're going to the the return of Lydia was was interesting and in how they played that off where she doesn't want to be like her. And the other part, Daryl should have died. She stabbed him in the damn um, femoral artery. So when he pulls that knife out, he should have been like squirting blood and he should have bled, bled out. He was blood going yeah, everywhere. He should have bled out because she stabs him right in the femoral artery. So it's, I hate to say it. I don't know if it's but over, but it's it, done. it definitely jumped the shark. It's done, man. It's for as, as long as we fought and for as long as we kept telling, we kept sweet. No, 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 no. It, I, I am on the other side of the fence with everybody now. You jump fence. I'm on the I'm other. I'm, mid, yeah. I'm like the fat kid who's stuck on top of the fence, got his jeans stuck, and can't quite get over. Because I'm still sitting there. I'm not going to jump over on after one ridiculous episode like two, that. Season after nine, two ridiculous episodes, season nine was solid. The only part I didn't like about episode one or you know episode eight of season ten was the whole Negan Alpha necrophilia. Oh, the, the, sex the cave, scene. the cave shit was dumb. The 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 Carol breakdown thing was dumb. It the 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 fact that the the whole episode was pretty much fucking pitch black is dumb. It just they need to go back to you know what? Fuck it. Try this next show. Let's try to do something better with this next show. I want to get your opinion on that new AMC show though. Uh, um, what what's it I, called? beyond uh expectations or something like that i don't remember it's um let me see it's that. fucking weird and it's cool and i you know what i like about it is, from elsewhere yes exactly what i said it's a very weird show isn't it it has very um <laughs> grizzle geek says happy days went on for six more seasons after literally jumping the shark that it's terror that's terrible but it this this new show uh, dispatches from elsewhere. It's a very weird show. It reminded me a lot of Legion. Yes, it's real abstract and it's real different. And it's, I I I I enjoyed it so much that I didn't watch the next episode on Monday. I forgot about it. I wanted to, but I forgot about it. But it kind of plays. It kind of plays with your senses a little bit because you don't know what like really what's going on. That's what I kind of liked about it. it was yeah, just, it's just it's just hard to it's just hard to keep up with. It's kind of weird, and I don't know if that dude's a chick or that chick's a dude. I don't right. know. I, there's just a lot going on. It's pretty cool though. I don't understand the reason with the paddles and like meeting your group of compatible people, and it's just a weird a weird show. But I enjoy it because there's not enough weird shows like that. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, I don't think the masses enjoy shows like that. Especially that's why Legion kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Because I mean, what Legion was only what three, three seasons? Three seasons, I think. I want to say three or four seasons. Three seasons. And it was good. The ending was solid. The ending of Legion was solid. But and I, I, this show's got that same abstract, weird. Like it's not. You don't have to. I think I like it because it's weird, but you don't have to think deep about it. It kind of it kind of has a Twin Peaks feel to it almost. If you watch yeah. Twin Peaks, um, but I liked it. Another show I'm I'm watching is uh that just started this week is Dave about little Dicky. Someone else told me today that I need to start watching that. <laughs> that show is so funny. That show is so funny. Little Dicky. 
It's on um, FX. FX, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, also, if you're watching Outsiders on HBO, Outsiders has been solid. That that finale is this Sunday, so it's been uh, a lot of a lot of fun. A good suspense, very Twilight Zone ish or X Files ish, I should say. If you're, I need to catch up on that. Maybe it's cool to tonight. And then you've also got uh, Avenue Five. Fucking love that show. I watched the first episode and kind of bailed on it. And Kyle was like, "No, you got to go back and watch it." And I got to tell you, it's it's one of the best shows on TV right now, just with their ability to hold continuity every episode. It's, it's fucking phenomenal. Yes, I'm two episodes behind though, so I haven't seen the last two episodes. Yes, Clone Wars season six has started. I've only seen the first episode. I've not watched anything past that. I fell asleep the first episode. Two episodes behind. I think you know why I fell asleep. It's because I haven't seen the first five seasons. <laughs> that might be why, huh? So I started watching it. I was like, this is a six fucking season? Fuck. Right. Then I fell asleep. Then I then I remembered, fuck man, I gotta write a Star Wars trivia still. Fuck. Yes, you do. And I got to write a supernatural trivia as well. Ooh, how many supernatural counts are we on now? I don't know. <laughs> Taron Edgerton. Just gotta work that in there real quick. <laughs> pops, pops, pops. Wolverine. Yeah. Edgerton. Supernatural. Supernatural. Read an article. All right, that's enough fucking with the couch crunchers. <laughs> um. So Disney Plus said that they're working on a sequel to Hocus Pocus from the the creators and writers of Workaholics. Flub. Flub, you don't have any interest in it? That movie's great. The way it was, I've seen that in the movie theaters. I think I just aged myself. <laughs> um, I, it just needs to it's, – it's an epic movie. It's a cult classic. It's a, Everybody likes it. There's no reason to add to it, take away from it, do anything. Just That's something – it's one of those things that just needs to be left alone. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Better Call Saul is another show that's been a really good, solid first three episodes. Grizz made me think of that. It says, you know a show is good and it can make the prequels better. I think in a lot of some ways, Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. Not overall, but in just some aspects. Um, but I, I agree with you on uh, the Hocus Pocus thing. Like I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. But all I know is that Sarah Jessica Parker was stunning in it, and now she's not so stunning. And they're trying to get the original <laughs> three: Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and I can't remember the the other woman's name. The, the the chick that played the little girl in that is in that's a that's the chicken Walking Dead right now. What what? The red-haired girl that's that's talking to uh, oh you're right that's it in is the prison cell yeah that's that's gamma? the girl from playing gamma yeah you're right it is I didn't even notice that until you just now said that <laughs> yeah that's a chick look at it's you a little go. red-haired girl from Hocus Pocus look at you go so HBO had a uh, a hit with with Watchmen and now they're speculating that the next miniseries like that they'll do is V for Vendetta do you think V for Vendetta would do good as a an HBO TV show. Yes, I think it would be awesome. I think they could do a lot with a TV show. For V from Vendetta? Yeah, I mean, it was a great movie. And a great book. Mm-hmm. Great graphic novel. Yep. I think it would be, an, uh, as long as they don't fuck it up, but I mean, it has the potential to be a great show. Mm-hmm. 
uh, slow look, he's helping you or offering his assistance for you with Star Wars trivia. I see that. <laughs> That's why I answered him. There you go. Star, <laughs> Star Wars trivia. Yeah, should be fun. I'll have a Lancey McLancey face help me with a supernatural trivia. Yeah, if they're not too busy putting on the best pop culture podcast in the world. Oh, I wish Max would have came on the show tonight. <laughs> Why? Well, so you could talk to him about it? I, I, I'll put this out there. I, I knew he was just joking. Yeah. It's just a where nobody else gets the joke, it's kind of yeah, he funky. just he took shot at, at the wrong in the wrong place. Like if he would have taken like a screenshot of that and then in our group chat wrote something like that, it would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. But just in just in a form where there's hundreds of people seeing that have no context behind it, it doesn't I don't know, it just doesn't pan out well. Yeah. Because even like the dude who made the post was like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny where he was like, uh, did I miss something? Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it was, like I, I don't know if something like, like, like I've gotten like, I've talked about it with a couple people like, and I know it's a joke. Don't get me wrong, Max. I love you. I've gotten both sides where, like, some people are like, if that was me, it would intrigue me to watch the show Dildos and Dudes on YouTube. Hmm. I got to at least see what that's about. But on the other end, I see a lot of people, and podcast people are real critical of podcast people. They are. Yes, they are. It's kind of like, you know, I have a crappy podcast, but I'm going to tell you how to do your crappy podcast better. Yeah. Did Why? Did people talk back and say something to us like that? No, 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 oh, no. But I'm just say. saying that this this is what these groups remind me of. It's like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like in Chad, Chad in the in the chat will probably understand this. It's like people in construction, like like an electrician. They you walk through someone else's house and you pick it apart. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. And that same person would walk through your house. You know what I mean? It's just and to have these people come in that don't know us. Mm-hmm. Say dildos, dudes on YouTube. What the like? But I'm not gonna check that out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like it, I get the joke. Haha, that's awesome. Yeah. Well played, good sir. Wrong place to play it. I like, and I like the fact I gotta just say, and you made the comment to me earlier today. You gotta love our fans who, when I posted that on Facebook, came right to the defense, or you know. We're talking about how life isn't as funny without dildos. No, that's I. I love our listeners because they came back and they're like, "Fuck that! Yeah. You could take this serious shit. And you could shove it up your yeah. ass." Even so. uh, you know, even sitting here tonight, people telling us. I mean, all the way from Australia, telling us, "All right, this shit's got to stop." So, good God, stop the boring show. Yeah. Yep. So, it was good. It was fun. But there's one thing, so I do want to do the the movie review just because I don't want to, you know, give blue balls to people who are like, oh my god, they're going to tell us what they think of Mallrats? Everybody knows what we think of Mallrats. <laughs> I know, but just to appease. But I want to get I want to get your the backstory on this because you you made a on the 
the outline. You told me that we needed to make sure that we covered this, and I had the the screen video ready to go. So, what is the deal with oh. the CGC? Parents? So you need to, I, I you need to post the original video first. I don't have the original video. I, I couldn't I find gave, the, the, the link is I gave you the link. In the link the, is in the, the the link is in the in the show okay. notes. And everybody, there's our show notes. Yeah, there's our show notes, everyone. And they say we're not fucking prepared. Right. Okay, so shout out to first thing. I took this from somebody else. So shout out to uh exposing CGC from C but shout out to what's his name? Something Jericho's pop and cult pops culture, whatever. Uh uh Jerano's comics and pop culture. Shout out to him because this is where I've taken the video from, but to context everybody else, what this is is this was this is a Superman number one, not Action Comics one, but Superman number one, where CGC is at C2E2, and they're doing an evaluation of a hand evaluation of it, and they're doing a little video for everybody. It says, "Oh, a humbling experience having the opportunity to witness such an amazing grail." And they're then they go they kind of they thumb through it. They're looking at the pages. They're talking about it. You can play it if you want. And this is this is their on-site grading, right? It's either the on-site grading or the uh, they're telling you, um, "Hey, we think this book grades at this." They're okay. doing like a pre-screening for you. All right, so we'll we'll post the video on our YouTube or on our Facebook for people to see. But like um, I said, shout out to the whoever I took it from. If anybody's listening on Monday that wants to see this back, we'll we'll post it on our our Facebook page. But uh, let's go ahead and play it. YouTube, what is going on, Chris with Chernos Comics? Guys, today I just came across this video literally minutes ago from CGC's Facebook page. And I want to play this video and let you guys watch for a minute. So pause it real quick. So this motherfucker, whoever he is for CGC, is fucking manhandling this fucking book. No gloves. Right. Which I get it. It's it's a fucking comic book. I I I, I can see, but it, it's a fucking Superman number one. That thing should be treated with the utmost care. Like if that was my book, and I'm standing on the other side of this table, I'd be like, "Hey, motherfucker." Why don't you fucking um? Uh, why don't you take your little dick beaters off that and fucking uh <laughs> little dick beaters <laughs> and fucking why don't you chill out and you know treat that with a little bit of respect there? I have never heard of a pair of fingers being referred to as a. Pair it's the whole hand. It's a dick little beater. Little dick That's beater. What, this is a dick That's beater. That's fantastic. All right, you're welcome. That's fantastic. I'm gonna use that now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Little distributors, <laughs> but yeah, but so now this raises the question though: is is this how they handle your book at CGC when they're grading it? There's no way. Well, well, then why would they do it live? Like you would think. I don't know. They're they're grading on-site grading would they would need gloves? It would have to be as technical and th- as thorough as possible. But let's let's go ahead and play it a little bit more here. Fuck the corner of that book. Right. The book has a coronavirus now. 
Right there. That's. Ooh, let's just tear those two pages apart. You motherfucker. If that's all it takes to grade a book, why the fuck does it take so long to get our books back? Yeah, all right. Shout out to dude that I took that from. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, that's um but even right there with the way his thumb is digging into the side of the book like that. I'd be like, hey, 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 motherfucker. Yeah. Why don't you fucking lighten your dick beaters up there? (laughs) Lighten your dick beaters up. So then it so that has um, led to people uh, parroting, parroting this video. Parroting? Parrot. I can't say that word. Parroting? Yeah. A parody? A parody. Making parodies of that video. <laughs> so this is this is I one like of the, parroting better. Yeah, this is one of the parodies of that video. Polly, want a cracker? I like how he gets a fucking Cheeto. He's got Cheeto fingers like mad, bro. Motherfucker's just ripping through the pages like it's three, four, five. Tear that page. Just tearing through that book (laughs) with his Cheeto fingers. Oh, it's cold water. (laughs) I've seen a couple of these videos, though. It's just. Just gonna eat a banana over it. (laughs) Drops a little banana on it. Gotta wipe the banana off the cover. Nothing a little tape can't fix. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I love how he crinkles it up and shoves it in the bag. That's CGC grading, everyone. Send your books to CGC. Send them a bunch of money right now to grade to grade your book. There's another one that's kind of like that that they do the same thing. Send them a bunch of money right now to grade your books. I'm I I don't know I I don't know how many times I could say it. I'm pulling a mat and I'm stuck in this loop of how fucking pissed I would be. Yeah, I would be. I'd be pretty upset. If I was my book, I mean, people take you. you a, a lot of these books, man, you pay a lot of money for. Yeah, and you're entrusting it into somebody that is a fucking the professional. That's that's that's. You have to imagine that it's the utmost care that they're putting into it. But the way they did that right there goes to show you is. Now I know why my book came back a goddamn nine point two. Right. Or it comes back with with markings that weren't there when you send it off or <laughs> you know. If it comes back if it ever comes back with a Cheeto fingerprint, then you know there's gonna be problems. But I mean like I've thought about this before too. So like I've gotten a couple books back to say they've been it's been doctored because of fingerprints. And I'm like, you know, I don't remember fingerprints beyond it. I got it pressed. That means it's their fingerprints. Yeah. 
But as I say this, my, a lot of my books is sitting at fucking CBCS right now. Yep, getting finger fucked. Fuck, man. Get your dick beaters off my <laughs> comic book. Yep. Maybe that guy just got done using his dick beaters and now he's going to grade your book. Well, hopefully he's happy when he grades my book then after you fucking using his dick beaters. <laughs> Get those Air, Air Force gloves out of your pocket and show us the dick beater. Yeah, there you go. You'd think but, they would make them wear white gloves. I assume normally that they do. But, I mean, even just the respect for the fact that it's a Superman number one. Yes. Where's the respect for Superman number one? There My favorite none. part is that the, book, the two of the pages were kind of stuck together. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm tearing them apart. Right? Fuck your book. I don't have time for this shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm, can't you see I'm fucking live? Right. <laughs> Can you see we're on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, and I got I got 15 people watching me. What I still love is the swagger of CGC. They didn't come on and say shit. They're like, I don't give a fuck. You, you right. just send your books to us. I don't give a fuck. Like they didn't come out and say, sorry. They don't say, you know, anything. I think they would come out and say fucking something. Yeah. Into God damn It would be thing. cool if it was like you could see them grading the book so you could see what they do when they grade the book, but obviously it looks like uh it looks like uh they just thumbed through it real quick. Why what? Why what Emprez? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get certified and grade your own shit? Well, you know. We've talked about it before. We've talked about it, yeah. It's hard though. We got to order cases from China. They probably have the coronavirus. It's just the whole thing. Just, just open the box and the coronavirus just like season four, episode twenty-one of The Simpsons. Yep, I've seen that everywhere. But uh, I'm so curious now. Why? What? Yeah, I know. I'm waiting on. I'm, like, I'm in needles. I'm in, I'm in suspense. Um. Ugh. Fucking Cheeto fingers. Are you wearing a Blake Shelton shirt? Yeah. Did you get it from your concert last night? Yeah. <laughs> what's not cool? Yeah, what's not cool, bro? Come on, bro. Uh, not cool. I'm over it now. Yeah. I don't care. You're you lost me, bro. <laughs> so yeah, you like it? Yeah, it's an interesting shirt, even though I'm not a Blake Shelton fan. But JG says it'd be worth it. Fuck yeah, it'll be worth it. Ugh. No one would take us seriously, though. Fuck yeah, they would. As a grading company? We'd be like PGX, like the, the black sheep of the... Nah, we'd be between PGX and CBCS. <laughs> you have that much faith in us, huh? Mm-hmm. A little bit worse than CBCS, but a little bit better than PGX. I wish I could know if there was a God. You know what? I'm going to say it right now, and there's not. Yeah. Imaginary guys in the sky just isn't a thing. Thanks a lot, Emperor. So... We're talking about grading comic books, dude. That's that's what we're talking about right now. 
<laughs> what impress? What the fuck are you talking about? And Cheeto fingers. That's that's what we're talking about. You can. Uh, I wish I knew if there was a god. <laughs> you can you can ponder. Look, dude, you can ponder the meaning of life, and if there's a god, and you know, everyone's got their own beliefs. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that yours are wrong. Um, but if you you might want to go find someone else that could tell you if it's a god, because there's this isn't the right place for that. Heard you guys were looking for some muscle and some kind of podcast rumble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're we know like, you got we got our you got our back, Mike. No, Mike. Let's talk about how Mike left us with blue balls last weekend. I was gonna finally get Kyle to sing karaoke if Mike would have showed up, but he didn't want to show up. I was so fucking close. Yeah, but yet so far away. I got closer in my life to singing karaoke than I ever. I I got up. I walked over to the karaoke book. Got up and checking the book is the closest you've ever been in your life. Yep. I looked at the songs, saw that there was stuff in there. Um, and then I fucking. Michael Stuff says, I'll rip up some throw pillows. Sweet. Michael Emperor says, I feel like I'm wasting time looking for God. That's, I agree with you. Yeah, dude. That, I mean, that's all, that's all on you, man. Stop bringing down our show. Yeah. It's all right. So every week we go there and Nubia is like, she was like, you have to sing. And I'm like, right now, like my favorite band right now, for some reason is Volbeat. Fucking love them right now. And I was like, oh, if there's Volbeat in there, I'll sing Volbeat because I was saying it for the fact that I thought, there ain't fucking Volbeat in there. So Matt and I scroll, stroll over to the fucking book. We're thumbing through it. I was like, Jesus Christ, fucking Volbeat's in here. And I was like, fuck, man. So now I'm learning that song because I'm going to have to sing karaoke to it. Because I have to keep my word. What word? Mike never showed up. I I promised Nubia, though, if there was Volbeat in that book, I would sing it. Oh, yeah, good so I have that to- one. I have to. I have your, to. You're on your own on that one, bud. I have to honor my word. You're on your own there, pal. Pally. Yeah, pal. Yeah, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah pally. Yeah, pally. Couch some crunchers. <laughs> Stop looking at a toad. Put it down and walk away. Fuck away. I agree. Put the toad down, bro. If you want to look, you're asking the wrong two guys about seeing God. If you head on over to CBSI uh, presents the hot 10 on YouTube, uh, there's a guy there that can talk to you about seeing God. He might be back before we end of the show. I don't know, but uh, he, he's the one that talked to you about seeing God. We're, we're the two wrong guys to talk to about that. Do you hear that? Yes. Your kid. No, that's some guy in my fucking, in my front yard. Is it really? Yeah. Do you have my camera? Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> pull up your camera. Some weird dude just singing in my front yard. Let's see. But yeah, yes, yes, JG. That's the All dude right, that bro. Sounds like share. Emprez. What do you say now? You're blocked. La la la. Yeah, dude, bro. Um <laughs> moderator, <laughs> Michael, put that dude in timeout. Send send him to the corner, Michael. 
do your job. We get we don't have our other moderator here, but the moderator needs to take care of that. Put that boy. He's getting a tattoo. Yeah, put that boy in timeout. <laughs> we should start our own grading company. Yeah, dude. We even, I don't know. Heterosexual so grading. <laughs> Dildo <laughs> podcast grading. Thank it's you. It's a message deleted. Oh. Thank you, Michael. Michael Thank Scott. You. Put him in timeout. See you in uh, 300 seconds, homie. Maybe you can find God in 300 seconds. But um, what? So did you find the guy standing in your front yard? No, there's no one there. He must have uh, walked by. Yours doesn't capture emotion? Yeah. Let me, let me double check it. But that was your kid. I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. What is that? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Oh, there you are. There they are. I think that's them. She was like quickly download it and play it. <laughs> Grizzle Geek says, I like Cheetos. I can grade comics. <laughs> I like Cheetos. Cheetos are good. Cheetos are good. They really are. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. What's next? What do we got next? Oh yeah, you wanted to talk about uh Mallrat. Fly, fat ass fly. fly. Fat ass fly. Yes. So let's do our movie review. Uh Mallrats. Kevin Smith's cult classic. Mallrats. Anybody in the chat want to come on and talk Mallrats with us? Let us know and we'll invite you on the show. We'll send you the link. We'll send you some links. The only thing I request is that one, you actually know how to talk. Two, you don't just sit there like a statue. And three, you don't make everyone else feel awkward while you're on. Well, I mean, three's okay, but you don't make me and Kyle <laughs> feel awkward while we're on. You got to at least do something. You can't just come on and, and sit like a statue. So if you want to talk mall rats with us, let us know, and we'll we'll send you the chat. Unless your name is um, M. Prez, uh, then you can just continue to sit and time out and not type anything. So, so he can't type right now. No, he can't. He's on timeout for three hundred seconds. Three hundred seconds. What'd you get? 300 seconds. So I need to go sit in the corner and think yep. about what you did. He's got to get his priorities straight. Get, He's trying. Get, contemplate your life choices and tell me if there's a God after you're off timeout. Everybody's out. I guess we'll just talk about mall rats. Nobody, so. nobody wants to talk about mall rats. Nobody wants to talk about mall rats. Solo says, says, looks like I'm out. Chad says, looks like I'm out. Well, I'm just saying. If you could come on and talk, you're good. <laughs> I'm gonna come on and sit there like a statue. <laughs> you just go play hide and go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So why don't you get us started on Clerks or Mallrats? Mall no, nobody's seen this Clerks. new movie. Nobody has seen this this classic tale of greatness. So, Mall Rats, the indie classic by director Kevin Smith. Writer-director. Writer-director Kevin Smith. No, I said you can make, you don't need, no, Chad, I said you can't make me and Kyle feel awkward. You can make anyone else feel awkward you want. But... 
(laughs) (laughs) The make people feel awkward rule does it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you want to make people feel awkward, that's go for it. You can. I'm not going to stop you, but I just don't want you making Kyle feel awkward. He's he's a sensitive soul. I am. I am a. He, he, he goes to I'm Blake Shelton concerts for God's sakes. It's pretty fun though. <laughs> it was a good time. He goes to Blake Shelton for God's sakes, people. I had pretty good seats for it too. That's good. I'm glad. Me and Blake hung out. We were buddies. Yeah. Did you text what- him while he was on stage? Uh huh. And he stopped the show so they could say, "Sup, dog." Yeah. Sub dog. I mean, toss. Dude, there was this, so in the so like, whenever I buy seats to a concert, I always buy aisle seats, like seats one and two, mm-hmm. or seats like you know, if it's like, if the if the row is like twenty, I'll buy nineteen and twenty or one and two. I don't like to sit in the middle. Yeah. So we had we were like row sixteen, and we had like seats one and two. So we're sitting there, and we're enjoying the show. Oh, that's great, you know. Yeehaw, bitches. And uh, yes, Grizzle you can make Kyle feel awkward. It takes a lot. You really got to put work into it. But I was sitting there and I wasn't sitting. I was standing because I was fucking rocking out. And uh, I see two security guards. I see this old Mexican lady and this old white dude. And then three more security guards behind him. And I'm like... And I see this, she's fucking flaring her arms and she's fucking screaming and yelling. And and I'm like, all right, my attention is now somewhere else. So she keeps turning around and trying to walk the other way. And the security keeps grabbing her and facing her back forward and kind of nudging her to the exit. And she's screaming. She gets by me and she's like, all these fucking white people. (laughs) I'm going back to my seat. And the dude's like, no, no, honey. You're Let's done. Just go. You're out of here. Yeah, we're, we're going. And security's like, you can't go back to your seat. You're, you know, we're escorting you out. I'm going back to my seat. All these white people everywhere. She was mad. I don't know what, I don't know what this old ass lady possibly could have done to get kicked out of a fucking Blake Shelton concert. But whatever she did. I think her she, borderline awkward racism is enough to she did it though. It was fucking. It was great. Who invited Joe Matt? <laughs> we're already we're already starting with awkward. You're already you're already <laughs> in the awkward scale, Chad. I'm just gonna sit here and look. That's. I mean, you're already making it I've awkward. Got, Matthew, have you found God? No, I haven't. Knock, 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 knock. Yeah. I'm here to talk to you about your Lord and Savior, <laughs> Mister Toad Licker. <laughs> 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 licking toads. Uh, licking toads. That's how he can find God. Thinking. He can find yeah. God that way. He's finding something. <laughs> <laughs> Brian will help him find God. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, good to see you guys. Um, God, I can't. Mallrats. I I can't honestly tell you the last time I saw Mallrats. It's been a long goddamn time. It's a good movie. Comes on to talk about mall rats. Can't remember mall rats. I I know a guy that does that on Couch Crutchers. Yeah. Is his name Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what'd you think of that movie? I don't know. I didn't see it. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Samara. No, that was um, cult classic. That, I mean, you got your classic. Uh, wasn't Shannon Doherty in that? I she believe. was. Brenda. And, Dick. Uh, yeah. Brenda. <laughs> yeah. That uh, I. I remember. I loved it. I loved the. I don't know. I'm. A, I'm kind of a Kevin Smith fan. I like his stuff. Just because. Who isn't awkward and and unique and kind of goofy. I mean, but what's your take? You like Kevin, don't you? I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Mallrats is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. Well, it was so, it was so, um, I mean, because it came out, let me see, it came out after Clerks, and then, yeah, was it? It was his second movie after Clerks. Something about Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Mallrats, right? Um, I don't. I can't remember how that timeline works. I thought I, I thought Mallrats came out and then Chase and Amy. Um, you might be right. You might be right. I think that Chasing Amy that... is his third movie, and I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, and I should know that. Yeah. Um, I think Chasing Amy is his third movie. So, yes, Mallrats came out in 95, Chasing Amy was 97. And then, so, yeah, it's Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, then Dogma. But, um, yeah, I mean, it gave you some... Honestly, in my opinion, Dogma's the best out of all of them. But his his early run of, like, hey, look, we can make a great movie with no fucking budget. Like... He literally did to make clerks, he maxed out credit cards, you know, and then he sold his comic books. Yeah, he sold his comic book collection. Yeah, he sold a a crap ton of comics too. And, and, um, so to be able to come out and make stuff like clerks and, and chasing Amy and, and Mallrats. And I mean, what a, what a classic, uh, just (laughs) what, what a, what an innovative new indie style that came out and, Put pop culture, you know, on the main main screen, mm-hmm. and and invited the world into a, an otherwise unknown. I, I don't want to call it a universe, but an unknown genre at the time. I, I mean, we all had our you know comic shops and stuff we hid out in, and and malls and and you know, whatever, but until he made it, you know, cinematic, it, it's it, the rest of the world doesn't find it real. Well, I think, I think one thing Mallrats does is it, it I think it, it does a good job of breaking down those stereotype lines that, you know, just cause you're a nerd and like comics doesn't mean that you don't have regular you can't friends. Start of some different, shit. Yeah. That you can't start some shit or you don't have regular friends of different classes or into different things. Like, Look at Brody and TS. TS isn't into comics. Brody is. And they're still right. able to function and have a friendship. And there's not that, that like stereotypical jock nerd. Well, if it isn't my know. neighbor. Yeah. Well, and then, and, and it's so true to life too. Cause I mean, like you guys have friends that have um, other. Just speak for yourself. You know, I don't have goofy. Friends. You have other friends that are, have goofy you know podcasts and um funko collections and yeah we do i mean that's not cool yeah no so that you're not collecting 
Dinosaurus Rexes. That's good. Right. Are you gonna Where's are you gonna at? go up someday and get adult toys, or are you gonna you gonna play with Funkos forever? <laughs> oh no. You know what Mallrats reminds me of? Every time I watch it, this memory pops in my head. So, my buddy Chuck, the guy with the awesome comics, when we were teenagers, he lived with his then girlfriend and her mom in an apartment down the street from us. And he would always go out and party with us and leave and... Uh, and what she would do to get him to stay there, she'd be like, Chuck, I need to see you in the bathroom. And you were like, fuck, there goes, this is going to be two hours of my life. I'm not going to be able to get back. Cause she would go in there and fight with him because she didn't want him to leave. And I had showed up. We were going to go, we were going to go party. And I was fucking fucked, fucked. Barely could think, couldn't see straight, wasn't even close to having a conversation with somebody. It was fucked. So I showed up so that we could leave and go do our thing. And she's like, Chuck, Chuck, I need to see you in the bathroom for a minute. And I was like, fuck, I'm stuck here for two hours. I sit down and, and Chuck throws me the remote and he's like, turn something on. I'll be out as soon as I can. Like, all right, and I turned on Marat and I'm fucked. I mean, beyond belief. Her mom comes and sits down and is talking to me, and I'm watching Marats, barely like comprehending what's going on. She's talking to me, and I'm looking at her, and her face is going like, <laughs> like it's like waving and like shit i'm like and she's asking me about my day and shit and i keep turning back and watching ma rats and then she'd ask me another question and i'd look at her again <laughs> fucking the wavy fucking face and shit going on i'm like what the fuck is and i sat there and i watched the entire movie like ma rats like that just sitting on like melted into the couch partly tripping out like i need to get out of here and leave right now because I can't handle this. I need to leave. And the other half is me like, I can't get up and leave. What the fuck is going on? I'm just going to keep watching Mall Rats. <laughs> like this whole internal struggle of wanting to leave but not wanting to leave is going out of my brain. As I'm fucking having this conversation with my buddy's girlfriend's mom about my day. How's your day? It's you don't even understand right now. <laughs> it's a stink bomb. <laughs> That's every time I watch Marats, I that whole thing always pops in my head. So shout outs to that. Yes, it gave when, us the, when, the greatness that it was the stink palm. When um would you like when a you were talking about pretzel? that it re it reminds me of um and obviously, I quit drinking and doing drugs and shit, you know, Me like too. 10 years ago. Um, but the only movie I ever saw that really depicted what you were, what you were talking about <laughs> is in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when they walk into the Vegas. <laughs> and all of a sudden, what's her face? The, the mom from uh, – uh, or the grandma from um, – 
who's the boss is sitting behind that counter and all of a sudden her, her face just starts spinning and twirling and like he's like whoa <laughs> you know it's uh it's the best most realistic um dictation of uh, all Dick that pick. years of <laughs> Of fucking eating acid, I could never. <laughs> All those years of eating acid. Never. If you've never eaten acid, then oh, acid. Just, just go watch that scene, and that is the most realistic. <laughs> like, 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 if you don't think that your mind can handle that, yeah, that's then just don't do it. Don't lick the toad. Don't lick the toad. When he's checking into hell, uh, into hell, or into the hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he's when he's getting into the the hotel there, the uh, I can't remember which hotel it is either. In <laughs> Vegas, God, I love hilarious. it when he's fucking. There's all the water, dude. And he's wearing the. Producer, I think it's producer hotel. Is hotel is watching the. We're wearing those those T Rex. Dinosaur pants. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. They're all fucked up. It's just great. Oh, the hotel. That, um, but also that um, uh, um, book. It, that movie followed the book closer than any movie I've ever seen out of a out of a book adaptation ever. Like it's almost word for word. That was a, a great book. Great movie. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Dude, I think the best part of Marat's dude is he takes his sock off to put fucking quarters in it. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging he it. On his son that done it that the kid fucking scrolls the truck out of fucking. <laughs> he ends up with the dude fucking he ends up with ends up with a fucking sock full of quarters <laughs> yeah the floors are the floors oh man this, nothing's better than the dirt mall though mm-hmm. the three nippled fortune teller focus now she said focus wasn't he, yeah wasn't he gonna make a mall rats too uh or he did make a mall rats it, it, it was in the too. process of being put yeah. together well, I think he made and it and he never, pitched it and they no one wanted it and then he tried to like do it as a TV show but nobody picked it up. And then now he's he's going after the success of Jane Silent Bob reboot, he's going back and he's doing Clerks 3 and Mallrats again. It's a schooner. So, <laughs> yeah. I just always thought a schooner is a sailboat. You see that guy over there? That's the guy in a suit. <laughs> Because, see, I grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado, and we had the Foothills Fashion Mall, right? And we literally lived that movie. I mean, we went to the mall. We hung out. There was a record shop, blah, blah, blah. We very much real life lived that movie, which which was part of what made that movie so great. And um, I just always wanted to see the the cliché Tiffany like seeing, I think we're alone now. Like show up in that movie, <laughs> just like the full breakdown because <laughs> it's so 1980s original. Like it's it, it really struck home with me 
because it was so realistic to how I grew up, which was what made the movie great. But in that era and that time, um, Tiffany did a song. I think we're alone now. I think uh, we're alone and now. In that video, which you used to play on this channel called MTV before they, before they played, you know, other stupid shit. They actually played videos. And her video, she's in a mall dancing around the whole time. So I just always... I don't know why my brain thought it, but I always was just... Now, isn't there a scene in there where they're talking about Tiffany singing in the fucking mall? I don't think so. I don't remember that. Mm -mm. I could have swore that there was a scene in there. Like I said, it's been forever. Where they're sitting and talking about Tiffany. Nothing worse than a woman scorned for Sega. I like to do it somewhere uncomfortable, like in the back of a Volkswagen. Yep, give you that classic line. <laughs> I think that's one of the allures of, of Kevin Smith is that in these movies is that he did this with his friends in his own his own dime and his friends. You dumb bastards! And he did it, and, and like just the amount of talent he's able to get in his movies. It, you know, you, you're making those movies. on the escalator again. He's making these movies knowing that, you know, people make these movies knowing that they're probably not going to be Oscar worthy or blockbusters, but he's gotten, you know, George Carlin, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, like Carrie Fisher, well, Mark Hamill. He's how, gotten huge names. Top Ben Affleck and, and Matt Damon got their start with yeah. Kevin Smith. I mean, they wouldn't be. There's no goodwill. On. Um, there's no what I've never seen Goodwill. Huh? <laughs> yeah. huh? yeah. I never seen that. I've never movie. seen that movie either. <laughs> it's uh, it's mad. You guys are full of crap. Say, um, would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? It, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, Michael Rooker even like Michael Rooker. He wasn't super famous then. No, then though. Well, I mean, he was in. I mean, people knew him more for Days of Thunder. Yeah, he wasn't super famous for his role in that movie, but because I think he was in Days of Thunder, still around the same time. So, but isn't my neighbor? I still like. I wish. I wish they would have kept that part in there, the part that leads up to. So, if it isn't my well, if it isn't my neighbor, I wish they would have somehow incorporated that. What for the reason he says that? Yeah. Because he calls the news to the dude's house and fucking yep. he says he's his neighbor. Like that whole part is hilarious. I'm so bummed that like a scene like that was actually cut out. I uh I still love the the running we had with Michael Rooker at a convention and Kellen, the old the roommate, turned around and he walked past us and Kellen turned around and yelled, Hey Rooker, you want a chocolate covered pretzel? And Michael Rooker fucking flipped him off and kissed his middle finger. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Shit is awesome. But you gotta get that on video clip. Man. Yeah. There's there's Whoopi. What the fuck is Whoopi? <laughs> yeah, for make Whoopi. I I love the whole like yeah, the whole dating game show and that fashionable male. It is, it's it's like that's not what it's it, called. Yeah, it is. It's called fashionable male. That's what the store is called. Yeah, the dude from fashionable male. You said you did the show. No, no, the game show. I can't remember what the game show is called, but the the store in there is fashionable mail. Um, 
Coke, but that was no the, ice. That was the cool thing in in uh, to be a teenager in the nineties was hanging out at the mall. Like that's what a lot. If you had a huge mall around you, that's what everyone did. I lived walking distance from a mall. I went there all the time. I would beg people. Like, I want to go to the mall. Come on, let's go to the mall. It's fucking. I used to take buses to other malls. Goddamn mall rats. Dude, it was awesome. Well, and and we had two malls. So we had the big mall that we always conjugated to, you know, during off periods of ditching school, et cetera, et cetera. But um, we also had the small mall, is which is what we called it, but it was the university mall down on college. And it had um, an arcade in there called Aladdin's Castle. And then right next to it was the all-benounced um comic book store and it they had everything i mean they had concert shirts and and giant you know tapestries and and your daily run of comic books and and all that and it was called the stand and that's where i literally got my my hook on on you know comic books and and geekdom of life and right there in that mall you know with playing video games at Aladdin Castle and, and hanging out at the stand and holding, you know, the TMNT number one, reading it going, this is goofy as hell. And, and I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to put it, it back. I did. I did. Absolutely. As a kid held it first print and put it back on the shelf and went, I don't want that, you know, or, or I'd like to have that. On. But I was a kid and I didn't have the money. I didn't have the, you know, and I put it back up there. Because back then there was not, I mean, there was a lot of open book policies where you could go in and read and hang out and talk to the clerk and, and keep him occupied and, and, you know, make new friends. Put it back on the shelf, walked away. I'll get it someday. Never, never, you know. Never will. Yes, I believe same, Michael Stott is true. It was, it was truth or date. Is the name of the game show in the, show, in the movie. Finger Cuffs. Finger cuffs. Fucking, yeah, the fly, fat ass fly when he crashes into the, the dressing room and she's getting changed. Fly, fat ass fly. Stan Lee's very first cameo. Very first yeah, cameo for right. Stan Lee was, was Mallrats. Right. So, Mallrats is an iconic so movie. Do you think that he paid Stan to do that? Or do you think Stan did that as a favor? Or No, Stan got money. Yeah, I'm sure Stan got money. Yeah, but was it like a ton of money? Was it a little bit of money? Was it... I mean, there had to be more than just, hey, Stan, we'll give you some money. Will you come on? Google it, Matt. How much money did Stan Lee make from All Rats? Okay. There you go. How about that? Like, I'll give you 25 grand and rub your bunions or fucking, you know, something. That guy's really obsessed with superhero private parts. (laughs) 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 Fuck, I forgot about that. (laughs) I gotta watch that again. It's not worth it, Steve Dave. Tell him, Steve Dave. (laughs) <laughs> nothing in here when was the, how much he made for that movie okay when was the last time that you saw Mallrats uh, about a week ago 
that a month ago. Damn. You fucking well, did, slacker. Did you, did you sit down and be like, all right, I'm going to peruse the the movie on my DVD collection over here and put it in and watch it? Or yep. were you like channel surfing and fucking, oh, fuck, mall rats. No, I, I, I saw, it, was on, it was on show. It was starting on like Showtime. I physically put in the DVD and watched it. Damn. That's impressive. <laughs> it's awesome. I do the same thing with dog. I, I'm surprised my dog dogma DVD doesn't have like laser holes burn through it for as much as yeah. I used to watch that movie. Cause forever that was, like, that was my favorite Kevin Smith movie for a while. Oh yeah. I love dogma. Man. That's, that's probably my favorite. The humor I, I, in that one is awesome. Oh, it's so on point, and he got so many good big names. The casting in it was perfect. Um, you know, he had so many <laughs> little cliches. He had Buddy Christ, and having George Carlin come out and sell the Buddy Christ as as a religious authoritative figure was, I mean. Uh, that's just gold. You can't. That's just gold. It is. Well, I still Alanis like that. Morissette. Yeah, and Alanis Morissette being God, and that's still even a running thing in in Jane Silent Bob reboot. They reference Alanis Morissette looking like God several times. And what are you going to do? Hit like me with that fish. Yeah. But it's. I mean, his movies are it's usually long, Rufus, but it's cold out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say God bless you. Yep. Worse, Wisconsin. <laughs> they get man to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I even like the fact that Matt well, Damon is then, in reboot uh, and can make a makes a pun out of it, where he gets sent back and he's got his mind erased, and then he's got a reborn identity. <laughs> so, I always loved when they walked into um, what the hell is the the Marty Moose or Mickey Moose or whatever, and and he starts shooting up the boardroom. I just thought that was hilarious. The way they played that out was just... You put your father in a second-rate nursing home for a new Persian rug. (laughs) (laughs) He's built such a deep universe, though. Like, There's so much you could untap potential still in the View Askew universe that that doesn't revolve around Jay and Silent Bob. and, And that's already in... He could do it on some of these other characters that are there, too. No, he can't. You don't. I definitely think he well, could. I don't know why. I guess I don't understand why more mainstream movie people have not picked up on. I mean, sure, you're not. You're not making the next Titanic. You're not making the fucking next whatever. But there is a huge following and and outcry for more Kevin Smith. I. It's not like you're dumping. 400 million out for a fucking film either. I don't understand why they're not more eager and more happy to be like, oh, you're Kevin Smith. Here's, you know, 10 million, 20 million, and, and stay in that genre and, and do what you do and, and make the jokes and make the funnies, and here you go. 
Look, we know we're going to end jokes. up making 30, 40 million back. So, you know, here's 10. Here's 20. Because then you get stuff like Cop Out and Tusk and, and uh, Yoga Hosers. But he didn't write Cop Out, did he? Uh, I thought he just directed it. He, he directed Cop Out. He did not write Cop Out, but he did direct Cop Out. That was his first studio, like big studio made movie where he was just the director. But like Zach Amiri is another one of his movies that is one of my absolute favorites. I think Zach Amiri make a porno is in a hilarious movie. Oh, it's classic. That it's, one kind of flies under the radar it's, too. It's Amiri. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Such a funny movie. Seth Rogen's good in it. Like I, it's all Justin Long is one of the. It, it's fantastic in his movies too. Like just just a. I need a coffee, black. Can't you see I'm talking white? Yeah. <laughs> just the caliber of <laughs> actors he gets in his movies is fantastic. They're they're not all going to be gold. You're not going to hit it in out of the. You know you're not going to hit a home run every time. But no other. Uh, Fucking George Lucas doesn't even do that. that yeah. Steven Spielberg doesn't do that. Giving him the money and giving him the chance. That's what Steven Spielberg movie bond. Oh, geez. Where do we start? <laughs> He's had a bunch that have bombed. Like what? Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Did not do well. It was a good movie, though. And they made their money back, but just barely. And it took, what, 30, 40 years? It yeah. took a long time for that month for that movie to actually produce. Yes, Tim Red um, State was a good movie. You are correct. That, there, there was quite a few movies that didn't Spielberg... he didn't he make War Horse? Wasn't that him? I, I think, think so. you're right. I think he did. I think you're correct. Not a, yeah, not all Spielberg <laughs> films are winners. But what was the um? The other one that bombed, that huge one that was... I actually kind of enjoyed it. But, um, uh, Super Jurassic. 8? Was that it with the big No, Super 8 was J.J. Abrams. Yeah, that was J.J. Abrams. No, nah, Spielberg had one that was similar to that that he did that just absolutely bombed. Uh, I know J.J. Abrams was Super 8. Google it. Spielberg movies that bombed. Don't sigh at Googling. The fuck? I have to Google. Yeah, I did. I did. Somebody wants to hear verified facts. So, all right. So, ranked Spielberg films. So, if ranked from worst to best. All right. So, coming in last, Lost World Jurassic Park. That was Good Jurassic movie, though. Park too. It didn't bomb. Indiana None Jones of, and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The movie didn't bomb, though. It didn't bomb. It wasn't great, though. I but mean, it, it didn't bomb. Munch. We were talking. We're talking about movies that bombed. These are his. That, these are his worst. Spielberg's ranked from worst to best. So you want you want actual bombed? I want ones that bombed in the theater. See, the Crystal Skull didn't bomb. It was a. It was a hit movie. It just. Wasn't as good as his other movies. I don't know that it didn't bomb in the theater. I think it bombed in the theater. I think they lost a shit ton of money on that movie. 
regardless. And I'm trying to take away, like, I kind of found the movie somewhat enjoyable. Now I'm trying to take myself out of that belief scenario. I'm just trying to go on. They gave him $84 million or whatever so ungodly the budget, fucking number it was. The budget for the Crystal Skull was $185 million. It made $786 million. <clears throat> I don't think that's a bomb. I don't think it bombed. Well, it did better than I thought. <laughs> I'm trying to so I'm just saying I just, that Here. that this is my point. I don't think anything I don't think a Spielberg movie is actually truly bombed in a theater. Yes. So his movie The BFG is a was a flop. Oh. The big friendly giant. Yeah, I, for, I forgot that that was his. Uh, big friendly giant opened with a nineteen point six million, uh, shaped to, to be one of the biggest flops for Spielberg's career, rivaling nineteen forty one, his bloated World War Two comedy. That shit's funny. That's Belushi. Yeah, nineteen forty one was Spielberg. Yep. So the budget no, for that was 140 million that. and that box office made 183 million for what? For BFG? Yep. Um Yeah, there's but they're saying that's Spielberg's biggest flop is BFG. And it still did good. <laughs> but if we're talking Spielberg so ranked. I'm just saying that didn't it no. didn't flop though it didn't yeah. bomb it it was actually compared to movies that he's made it wasn't a good one but for box office numbers it it did good. So what about um, Ready Player One? Didn't that one that was not Spielberg too in the theater? It, it didn't. Yeah, bomb. That he, one didn't bomb either. No, though. that one didn't. Yeah, that uh, one would did. He that made, one did. He made a ton of money after it came out on video and all that, but the first opening weekend, it did bad. It did so, make it back. So the budget for Ready oh, Player One was one hundred fifty-five million. The box office did five hundred and eighty-nine million. The word, the the movie you didn't barely about, make its money back. The word, the movie you were thinking about, Chad, with the Walking Aliens, uh, um, War of the Worlds. He did the War of the World Worlds remake with Tom Cruise. Mm, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. I thought that was uh. Nope, he did the War of the Worlds. He did uh, Minority Report. That was an awesome movie. You liked Minority Report. Yeah, it was a good movie. So, War of the Worlds did 132 million. The box office numbers are 603 million. That was a good movie. I loved War of the Worlds. I thought I'm they did a good I'm job. I'm telling you, like, even though you're saying this movie's bomb, they don't bomb. They Spielberg bomb. They do great, but they're still a bomb in Spielberg numbers. So Jaws is his number one movie, followed by Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and then Schindler's List at three and E.T. at four. Didn't you say Close Encounters took 30 years to make your money back? Yeah, it took forever. It's his second best movie. Huh. I don't never even... That's not what I thought at all. (laughs) Followed by Raiders at five, Duel at six, Saving Private Ryan seven, Jurassic Park at 8, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom 9, 
and Empire of the Sun at 10. His, his, but his, his movies Empire don't bomb. That's, this, that's, a, that's a cool movie. This has the worst movie he's ever made as being Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's not a bomb, but it's, it's on Spielberg's and his filmography. They're saying that's his, ter- his worst movie ever made. Yeah, but when we talk about bombs, it did, it did we say it bombs. BFG? When we talk about bombs, we are talking about box not office. doing good in the theater. Yeah, and all and that movie did awesome in the box <laughs> office. That's just that's my my point. One movie I did not know Spielberg created was Amistad. I did not know that was Spielberg. But my favorite my favorite Spielberg movie of all time is got to be Goonies. Hook. Hook. Spielberg didn't did I don't think Spielberg did Goonies. No. Did you say Goonies? Goonies, Goonies isn't on any of these. I don't think it did. Um. Nope. It was Richard Donner. Yeah. Christopher Columbus did the screenplay. My bad. (laughs) Donner, party of two. Goonies. That's crazy. The same dude that did fucking Spielberg wrote on it too, though. He did. He did. He was a a writer on Goonies, so he was part of it. So you are partially correct. And your fucking faces. Job. Right here, I just have to say Spielberg gave us another classic with this movie. What movie? Oh, it's written by Steven Spielberg and Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Dope. Well, and then he had that super tanker. What what was that? Uh, fucking Back to the Future. That didn't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> right? That goddamn Back bombed. to the Future movie. <laughs> did you see? ET did suck, too. They, they consider that they've been approached several times to remake that movie, and the creators won't remake it because they say it's a perfect movie. They're talking did right now see, that Tom Holland's going to be playing fucking yeah, Marty McFly. Right. Did but you see Tom Holland and, they and did that Robert video? Downey Jr. Yeah, they did that video. And, but, but Tom Holland's is actually in talk for Back to the Future. Well, they I, I read an article. Cue my lance. I read an article where they said that they talk, he, he was talked to about remaking it, but they, they've shot it down. And he said, I don't think I want to remake it because it's considered a perfect film. So... Yeah, I knew the original guy that wouldn't do it, that originally did it, said he did, he wouldn't redo it. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. I, I I wouldn't touch it either. But and there was a documentary. If I there was a documentary on the I film. Was, Sorry, Chad, you keep cutting out. So I thought you were stuck. No, go go ahead. It. I was say there's a documentary on the film where the the creators of the original movie said no one will recreate this movie as long as we're alive. So it probably won't be until both of them are dead before you ever get a remake of Back to the Future. So six days ago, there's a rumor buzzing that the talks of reboot, the time-traveling trilogy was underway, and the the British actor Tom Holland was considered to play Marty McFly. Yeah, Hmm. rumors, because that video came out, but... Channel your inner couch crunchers. I, I can't think after. So, okay, after so here's the here, here's all the two. rumors. Oh, here, here's so your good. rumors, Matt. Tom Holland confirmed to BBC Radio One that yes, there is talk for the movie to be remade. 
they will they won't it'll never get remade it will the creator the original creators won't allow the movie to be remade they could still figure it I don't out blame them. i bet you they don't actually own all as much of it as they think because it's a perfect movie it is badass would a remake even work today though with with the way how avengers have changed time travel and and all that would it even i guess bill and ted will be the bill and ted um, face the music. You cannot the tell me that Marvel has fucked up time travel for other movies. Well, they've changed the way that you perceive time travel, though. Not me. You, because you don't. So you don't. You still think that a Back to the Future remake could, could work today? Fuck yeah. I I don't. But why? I just think because of the way you view time travel now, and I think a lot of. I don't view time travel the way Marvel did it. I thought they did it was stupid. You so you think that instead of your your past becoming your future and you know this your present that if you go back in time and meet yourself, it's still gonna fuck up the timeline. It happened to Back to the Future. <laughs> back to the Future was bullshit. Oh yeah, and the Avengers is the ones that oh. figured out figured it out. Is that what you're saying? I mean, that's a more logical thinking of time I travel. Figured, We've had this argument before, Kyle. What do you mean that's a more I logical? I figured that shit out years not, ago, licking toads. Yep, there you go. That is not a more logical way of time travel is, is the way they time traveled. The uh, No, lick, their theory Licking toads travel. is the only time travel. What? Their theory of time licking travel. Licking toads. <laughs> yeah, licking toads. That's the only way to time travel. Lick a toad. So, so shrinking down to the quantum realm is the way to time travel. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's the way that their theory on time travel, where your past becomes your present and your present becomes your past. When you go back to the, when you go back in time, is a more logical sense of time travel than the way it is going back. And if you're meeting your your past self or doing something, then is going to drastically alter your future. Of course, it would. How could it not? Because when you go back in time, that is now your your hey, future. Biff, here's a book so that you can win everything for the next 30 years. Here's another oh, theory about that. It's not going to change my life at all. You go back no, in time to that. the 50s, money is so different. People are going to look at you like you're counterfeiting. If you go mm-hmm. back, if you were to go back in time today and you tried to, to place a bet with today's money, it's, they're going to look at you like it's counterfeit. That's why you do it like but, they did in fucking... Back to the Future. You have somebody from that time do it. Well, not only that, but there's other a lot of other movies where they actually have gone and bought uh, old bills, and then you, when they go back in time, they use old bills. Well, that's what Doc Fucking had. Remember Looper? Back to the Future Two? He opened up his briefcase yeah. and it had different money yeah. from different times, yeah. so that he could adapt to wherever he was. They thought about it in Back to the Future. I just, what? I still they don't think the remake works. What? I just say I don't think it, the remake works because it doesn't need to be remade because it's a perfect movie. No, you said because Marvel screwed it up. No, no, I Mar- said the you don't think that the way Marvel has addressed time travel would wouldn't change your view on Back to the Future as, no. as far as the time travel goes. Because the, Back to the Future is a different universe. They travel back to time differently. Things happen differently. Okay. Just because goddamn Robert Downey Jr. goes back in time a certain way doesn't mean it fucks it up for everybody else. Fucks it up for everyone else. No. That's an incorrect statement. 
That doesn't even make sense. That's like saying the Walking Dead can't be here because uh, fucking Romero's pictures were better. So that we can't have that. Well, you wouldn't have the walk. I don't think you'd have the Walking Dead if it wasn't for Romero. All I know is Walking Dead has been over for a long. It's time. done. If they don't, if they don't bring in necrophilia, there is absolutely no reason to watch that stupid show. <laughs> Tim says I, I think time travel works off Terminator rules. You go back in time, but you have to be butt butt ass naked. Since it didn't happen in the Marvel universe, it can't happen anywhere. Oh, here we go. So, it's fuck. Everybody's fucked now. There can be no Everybody's other fucked. movies made because it has to be. It has to be gone through by Marvel first. Well, you can't do that. It didn't. It, we they did it different in Marvel. Fuck. Now I can't make that movie. Here's, Shit. Here's part Sorry, of Steven what, Spielberg. Here's part of what I think makes that true, and and in, in that statement somewhat. And I, I get the premise. It's not that it's the end all be all law. If you look at all the other movies like um, God, what was that? I hated the um, Interstellar. Fuck, that movie was stupid. I do not need like I get it. Uh, there's a lot of people who aren't in the nerddom. They're not in geek land. They're not into that. I, I have spent a good portion of my life learning and hearing about all the movies and all the spice, uh, space time continuum and time lapse and, and all of that and how different planets have different timelines and blah, blah, blah. I don't need a two and a half to three hour movie explaining fucking uh, Interstellar was the dumbest fucking movie in the world. But on the basis of that premise that different size, different place is going to have a different timeline would feasibly make the Avengers, hey, we're smaller, we have a different timeline, totally applicable. And, For the and Marvel totally Universe. Well, for Not the for space other, oh. continuum universe. I'm just saying, when you think about it, the way Marvel explains time travel it's makes stupid. more sense than the Back to the Future way. No, it doesn't. Sure it does because you're going back and then your past becomes your present because that's where you are and your present becomes your past because that's where you just left. It's stupid. So that way, you know, meeting yourself isn't going to have any effect on your future because once you go back, that is now your future and your past well, is your past again. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's going to be the same time. It's not going to affect anything. <clears throat> You, you, well, it okay. Flashpoint paradox: two people, two objects of the same matter cannot occupy the same space at the same time. It it can't happen. It's just it 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 can't. It just can't. <laughs> the universe ends. So how you could go back in time and meet yourself? What do you shake your own hand? Can't happen. No, you gotta it, hide from just, yourself so the shock doesn't happen. It's um, it, it um, give yourself the greatest ever, in my opinion, greatest written example of that is when Homer 
Oh, when was it? Treehouse of Horrors goes back in time and sits on that fucking mosquito and comes back <laughs> and, and he fucks up the whole future because he sat on one mosquito and everything's all jacked up and so he keeps going back and forth <laughs> and finally he goes back with a bat and he just starts clubbing the shit out of everything and coughs on a dinosaur and all the dinosaurs fall over and oh finally he ends up he sits down and you know he says what of donuts and marge is like they're plentiful and and then all the kids are like using their lizard tongues to eat and he's like eh, close enough you know fuck it i'll accept it <laughs> I just movie about you can't go back in time and but since Marvel did it different, I'm not gonna write my movie anymore. I'm just they don't need to remake Back to the Future, period. That's my point. But, that movie does not need to be remade and they should not touch it. Leave it alone. All movies should be remade. Leave it alone. I, so I don't use think DeLorean this time. Either. The car that they should go back is a Tesla. Well, they're making a new DeLorean. They're coming out with a new Daimler uh, Chrysler or not Daimler. Uh, what is the name of that? <laughs> Daim Daimler Chrysler? What? Michael They're Stout making a new Geek? A, a new um, DeLorean that's like, it looks super it's badass. Like it's a yeah. super oh, hyper God. car and everything. It's, it's, it's a badass looking car. If you go but back in making time a and new your DeLorean. self off. <laughs> Is that masturbation or homosexual experience? It's masturbation because you're jerking yourself off. That's an easy one. Yeah. But it's myself. <laughs> I love me. I like how Mike said it. I love how sure each of you are about this, oh, about shit. time travel. Remember, we did a whole episode. It was like an hour and 45 minutes. I say, I don't want to get into this argument time again. Travel. I don't want to get in this argument again. I just don't, there he I just is don't, beating that dead horse. I just don't think Marvel should dictate <laughs> other movies that are outside of the Marvel universe. I'm not. I'm saying they dictated the, the your the thought process on how time travel works. I, they can have two different ways to time travel. All right, my saga number one just showed up. Like what about the what, what about the one movie where the dude sits in the chair? What the fuck is that movie called? You know what I'm talking about, where he time travels, but he sits in a chair and does it. No. And he goes way uh, the future. Yeah, and he's got the big spinning machine behind him. It's like yes. a big red disc and and uh, quantum leap. Fuck, what is no um, not quantum leap? No, they they actually get one of the chairs on, the time on, machine. Um, on Big Bang Theory. You're right, it is. It's time machine on Big yeah. Bang Theory when they get the big giant chair and they. I always wondered how they got it up the stairs, but whatever. The movie prop, but yeah, yeah. There's good well, how about, movies out how there. About, what about Doctor Who? Phone booth. Who cares? He's always flying around in his in his um, TARDIS, TARDIS, TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, that's why that they're casting that show now because Marvel time travel is different. So they figured oh. out that theirs doesn't make sense, so they're canceling it. And that's why the ratings are going down. And plummeting. There he is because beating that dead horse. Everybody's like, <laughs> everybody's like, there he is beating that dead horse. It didn't make any sense because Marvel did it differently. 
Hold there on. There he is I, beating I that a, dead horse. I got a sword. I'm allowed to beat oh, it. Do I have a bottle? One show, and then I can't do it the next show. That's the rule. Do I have any champagne bottles? Yeah. I got a sword. I will savor the fuck out some champagne. <laughs> this is why we should just stop shows at the one hour mark because we get arguments about time travel. No, that's a good conversation. You're just wrong. Okay. I'm always wrong in your opinion, and that's fine. Just about time travel. Just about Marvel ruling how other movies can I do time travel. I say rule. I just said changed the way you perceive time travel. It didn't change the way I perceive time travel. All right. They perceived it stupid. Okay. Just like Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine was different because they actually inhabited oh, their younger oh. bodies. Oh, you can't you can't talk shit on t- tub machine there. That that, that movie sucks awesome. now because Marvel. Oh did it my here. god! There he is beating that dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tim. Now we have a dead horse beating paradox. You're right. <laughs> hey, it, the joke is good for 24 hours. It's oh. not beating a dead horse until the next show because the 24 hour mar- okay. rule has been. Um, it's in effect. Yes. Okay. So I've got the rest of this show to fucking time travel in. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> now play. There he is beating that dead horse. <laughs> what is Absolute Geek oh, Podcast? So it's just a podcast where you talk about dildos, dicks, and beating dead horses. Congratulations. No, that's America. It's just pure America content. Kyle, Matt sucks. Matt, says something else. Absolute geek audience. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what Sam said. Yes, that's true. That is what Sam said. Don't act like you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I, I didn't for a minute until you said that's what Sam said. And then that's why I, I grasped it. I grabbed hold of it. <laughs> but all right, so how many uh, couch cushions? What's your what's your rating on uh, mall rats? Let's circle back here. Yikes! Uh, I, I give mall rats okay. um, four oh. couch cushions out of five for me. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I was gonna give it four and two throw pillows. There you go. I'm gonna give it four and an ottoman. There you go. There's there's our review of mall rats. Somehow time travel got thrown in there too, but we circle back. Uh, Max Scott beating dead horses with dildos. That's a fucking episode right there. Oh, here it is. Lately, the jokes on Absolute Geek Podcast have taken the form of Kyle, Matt sucks and is going to do something humiliating. Matt, no, that's not true. Absolute Geek audience, ha 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 ha. <laughs> per the couch crutches, that's what they think about us. It's not true. We just had we went into a, a movie discussion and it broke into six different discussions where we broke it all down for the public to to make them happy and appease their their souls. And then we got back and we even tossed out pillows and cushions and gave it the review. There now where in the fuck are you gonna get champion content like that? Look, like yeah, it went Nowhere. from it went from no Kevin way. Smith and Mallrats in his career to somehow spanning to Steven Spielberg 
to going to to time travel to making it all the way back to to Mallrats. So it's come full circle. We just presented more useless facts on a nerd level than any other podcast does in in, in an entire week. You're welcome. What a like like thirty minutes, forty minutes. I mean, that's (laughs) everyone give it up for Kyle. Kyle, (laughs) Kyle's number one. I'm number one. I'm number one. You're number one. (laughs) Number one in your heart. But how's that supernatural trivia coming, Kyle? Dude, it's coming badass. Supernatural, supernatural, supernatural. Yeah. What about Star Wars? Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> we, I'm going to have to get with, I think we've got a basis. And I think what I need to do is like, I just need to take a few facts out of four, a few facts out of five. And don't get me wrong. It's not like this is hard for me. I could probably, I probably don't have, I know I don't have to watch the movies to pull five facts of each movie out. But I don't want to pull out like, ah, nah, dee. Pull out. Um, you said pull out. I did a couple times. No way even everyone was looking at me like they're interested in what I was saying. Mm. Star Wars, I don't know. The thing about Star Wars nerds is I think the questions have to be a certain caliber. Like, you know what well, I mean? Well, especially if you're doing four, five, and six. You got you to gotta get some deep tracks in there, and then you got to have some of that. The the one or two have to be kind of light and airy, and then you're gonna have to have like the three deep tracks. Like so, the way I was gonna do it Star was, Wars nerd of all Star Wars nerds. I know more Star Wars nerd bullshit than any other fucking Star Wars nerd bullshit had ever bullshitted. So the way I was gonna do it, I was gonna do an easy Star Wars question, a medium Star Wars question, a hard Star Wars question, and then like two harder ones, like. And so that what that does is it breaks the – if I do five easy questions, then the points are too close. But you got to do it so people stay interested because they feel yeah. like they know, and then you fucking hit them with a the zinger that fucking nobody knows. You know. Yeah. In this scene, Luke took how many steps to get to – you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in Supernatural, Supernatural, Supernatural – that's just going to be easy, too. So easy. Are you going to do a pop vinyl trivia? Pop pop vinyl trivia? No. No. What Nobody about does. a uh, um, fan casting for X-Men movie trivia? Karen Edgerton is Wolverine. Shia LaBeouf. No. For Moon Knight. I don't even really want to watch Dan- Star Wars trivia. 80s Glenn Danzig. Oh, shit. I don't really want to watch. We'll Perfect do a trivia on when uh, Oompa fucking witnessed that dude hitting him. Yep. Yanni McYonner face over there. No. Just hit me. God, we're fucking boring you. Sorry. Just hit me. Sorry, man. No, 1980s. I'm sure if it was Marvel, it would be all right. That was pre-punch. That was pre-punch. Yeah, I just, I just feel like if we were a legitimate pop culture podcast maybe my interest would be there more right we're just not legitimate we just talk about dildos and cockasaurus rexes man i see cockasaurus rexes right there don't bring me down bruce (laughs) (laughs) dildos and cockasaurus rexes for all 
I mean, we've held quite a few people's attention for for two and a half hours just talking about dildos and. What you What you think of the uh, the green screen couch cruncher set? I thought it was funny. I I honestly <laughs> thought you were down at his house. Like I thought that I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is he really down in in Lance's house? South South of us, freaking sitting at his house and like, what the fuck is going? I even asked in the comments. I was like, "Is that green screen? Is that backdrop? What? Did, how yeah. in the hell does is he down there?" <laughs> oh, that was pretty classic. Stuff. <laughs> I, I do love me some couch crunchers, though. Those guys. We, are, we oh, had we had to rise, and we couldn't. You gotta, you gotta. Now I want to see them come back and try and imitate our show. That'd be no, easy. that's because I know what they're gonna do with me. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. So. <laughs> so. I want to see that. Uh, I want to see them imitate us. They're going to go, oh, you need to do this. And then Sam's going to go, oh, I'm not going to do that. That's humiliating. And then everyone else is going to go. <laughs> I fucking hey, did Brian it, though. Clay. I fucking did it. So It's Brian Clay. It's Brian. Dude, you missed. You missed the most in-depth, insane conversation ever. About everything. <laughs> About everything time travel. From, from Spielberg to time travel. Somehow we started reviewing Mall Rats, worked our way to Steven Spielberg's career, pivoted towards time travel, and wound up back at, at reviewing Mall Rats. Nice. With a with a pinch of leaving uh, Fear and Loathing in yes. Las Vegas. I about Fear and, and Licking toads. Yep. <laughs> nice. We, we had a guy, did you have a guy come to your uh, top 10 chat and ask you about finding God? No. Oh, I tried to send him your way. We had a dude in here asking and saying he wanted to know if God was real and wanted to find God. I told him you're the Sherpa for finding God if he wants to see God. <laughs> I, I sent him over to the top 10 and everything. and he, Then he got put in timeout for just being a weirdo. <laughs> then he left. Then he left probably, yeah. I guess because he, he couldn't he couldn't chat for three hundred seconds, so that'll show him. <laughs> That's funny. So how was the top ten? It was good. It was good. Oh yes, There's yes. And one. beating as as uh, Max Scotty so brilliantly pointed out, and beating dead horses with dildos. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. We've we've yeah, just we come did full that. circle, man. We've we've been around the world and back again. I should show everybody Cockasaurus Rex because it's been a while. So is that the so, guy that you guys deleted all the messages? Uh, what? Yeah, his messages got deleted because he got put in timeout. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, Brian, yeah. if you go back in time and you jerk yourself off, is that masturbation? Or is it homosexuality? Oh. Like, is there two of me's? Yes. You go back in time and find yourself... And then you jerk yourself off. Is it masturbation I think or homosexuality? I, think, I don't think you can do that because isn't there that paradox where if you go see yourself that you fuck it all up? <laughs> what did I say? Flashpoint paradox. You can't do it. Yeah. Besides, I am sexy. I would probably have to suck my own dick. I've, you know, <laughs> when you're 12 years old, you're always like, if I was just missing a rib, now you can just go back and suck your that own says dick. so much about you, Chad. Fuck it. 
so much about you. <laughs> I am a sexy man. So the argument I'm a is sexy, sexy man. Marvel did it different. Everybody else has to do it differently as the, well. The argument was: Do you think that with the way Marvel explained time travel, that it changes the way time travel is perceived versus like no. Back to the Future? No, time travel is not perceived because time travel at this point is not, not real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, but so because of the way Marvel, everybody, other movies have to follow that type of perception on the way they did. The, time. the whole argument was we were talking about Back to the Future being remade, and I said it shouldn't because it's a perfect movie, and then I said it. Does a movie like Back to the Future work nowadays with the way Marvel has changed the way time travel is perceived? No. Mm-mm. No, it's a fucking movie. <laughs> and that was my point is other movies can time travel different. Yeah. Marvel doesn't dictate how there he time is beating that him. dead horse. <laughs> oh, it's okay for Matt to refresh it all, but God damn it, when Kyle says it, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just because I don't have to keep that horse, but but who do we have to thank for that? That would be you. You're welcome. You're welcome, loyal listeners. There you go, loyal listeners. Oh, man, yeah, that's that's hardcore. I I don't want to get into time travel bullshit. That's stupid. It's yeah. real. I told them the only way to time travel is to lick toads. Yes, it is. That's all. That's all. That's You're hundred percent right. That's the only way it happens. Yep. <laughs> Handfuls of acid and eating licking toads. Yeah. Yep. You're hundred percent correct. Takes you back in time to jerk yourself off, huh? You can't do it. What about if you got like a mannequin hand and you were hiding around the corner and you did it? The stranger? Give yourself yes. a stranger? Yes. Jesus Christ. What if you sat on your hand till it was asleep and then you <laughs> saw yourself and did it? Oh my God. Just the trick is you just don't actually talk to yourself. Yes. Yeah, you don't look at yourself. But Biff did. What happened to him? Older Biff talked to himself as younger mm-hmm. to get him the, the sports almanac. Yep. So if you're going to sit on your hand, you know those little like diamond waffle chairs? You want to sit on one of those because then when you pull your hand up, it's got like the diamond waffle in it. It's like ribbed you know, for his pleasure. There? Oh, dude, it's fucking magical. It's diamond for his pleasure. It's ribbed for his pleasure. (laughs) It's like a new head. (laughs) Tim wants to know about a Dutch rudder. The double Dutch rudder is where it's at. <laughs> My girl, this show was too much like a boring everyday pop culture podcast. Fabulous for sure. <laughs> so, besides the top 10, what books do you think are out there coming out that we should be looking for? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, 
spec game is just I'm so far away from it right now. It's crazy. Like oh, it's so it's, hard. It is. It's I think The Last of Us, if you guys can find any of The Last of Us books, uh those are worth grabbing even though they're on the top 10. I really think those are um something worth checking and specking on. I think to me though The Last of Us books are the uh best books to spec on on that list. What's uh, up with the the explosion of baseball cards all of a sudden? It's just because uh, same thing that happened with comics. People, you know, it reminds them of their childhood even more than comics. I think more people remember baseball cards than they do comics. Um, I think it's broader. It's broader. More people are into sports. So sports exactly. I, think sports. I, I think it's easier to collect as well. I mean, the comic market is if you're into sports and you know sports, you already know what's a hit and what's not. With comics, you got to be watching podcasts. You got to watch your top ten. You got to watch all of that extra. You have to do a lot of homework. The information, yeah. Fuck, man, it's 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 a full time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And sports you plus, can just enjoy. Plus, you got people like Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V. Is that his name? Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, he, that guy is hyping sports. Been hyping sports cards for the past. Two two years saying yeah. that they're up there with uh, with stock. So he's posting all of his killings on eBay uh, all over social media right now. Yeah, how he's killing in on eBay and sports cards. So what cards is he collecting? Ba- he basketball and baseball. Yep. And and here's a perfect example. Uh, let's see here. Now, um, is he collecting though? I don't think he's collecting. He's I, buying no, I and selling. He's, he's flipping. He's, he's just he's selling. He's yeah. just flipping the shit he's out. Buying of and flipping. That's, that's I mean, here's a perfect example. This card was like a three hundred dollar card uh, a couple weeks ago. Kobe dies, and now it's a, it's six seven hundred dollars. What what grade is it? Uh, this one is a PSA eight. Uh, a PSA 10 of this card of the Topps Chrome rookie sells for, you know, gr- uh, two, three grand. A Jim Mint 10. Yeah, that's not the Busting out the Kobe graded card. But that, that this is, uh, these are cards that I'm getting ready to sell right now. That's why they're out, just because it, there's a lot of money in cards. But there's also, a, you can lose a lot of money in cards too. So you just got to be careful. Um, just like comics, you got to be careful. Got to know what you're doing. If you're going to put a lot of money into it, you got to know what you're doing. But I mean, uh, the the just like uh, you look at the blue chip value of or the value of blue chip comics, like uh, Wolverine, the first appearance of Wolverine, that book has gone up, uh, you know, thousand times in the uh, uh, percentage in the last what five years or so. Uh, there's cards that are doing the same thing. I mean, uh, Michael Jordan rookie. Um, it, the, the amount that that card has gone up in the past five years. Um, a Mike Trout rookie. Mike Trout rookie came out in 2011, and it sells for just his base rookie card in a PSA 10 sells for $1,300. I wish I can get a Michael Jordan crying basketball card. They have them. Now, was Michael <laughs> Jordan ever a crying really a rookie? basketball card? <laughs> he, he was a rookie, but his rookie card didn't come out to his rookie year. How about that? Yeah, that I yeah, it came out it the came year out, after, didn't it? Yeah. It came out two years after. He was rookie in eighty-four. Um, he got drafted in eighty-four and they didn't have any basketball cards at the time. I mean, they have a couple that um 
like an 84 star Michael Jordan card. That's that's a like you know a PSA 10 of that is you know 30 grand or something. So, uh, but the Fleer rookie that everybody wants came out in 86, 87, and he was a rookie in 84. So same with all. I mean, all those players: Patrick Ewing, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Dominique Wilkins. The all just because there was no cards, there was no major cards at that at that year. Um, so their rookies didn't come out until two or three years after. Why is that? They just weren't making cards then? Exactly. There was no basketball cards being made from 82 to 86. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. So. The dogs. The dogs. Enough. Shut up. Kill, kill, kill. Fuck, man. He must have company. <laughs> yeah, so it's Finally, card. There's the hookers and blow that I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of money to be made. I mean, I, I'm getting ready to send, send off. I got stacks of cards that I'm sending off to get graded. But you guys want to hear the problem with grading cards? You think the turnaround time on comics is bad. The, the If you're lucky turnaround on grading card is 45 days if you're lucky wow i thought it was faster yeah usually crazy why would that take so long there's so many of them people are sending it like they have they have to sit and finger fuck your superman number one into a creased corner and then you know it i mean it's one card like what how that doesn't make any sense. I mean, all you do is check for splintering and our centering and dented corners. Well, you also have to check for surface. Like I got one of these guys. These things. Yeah, I saw right that line. That thing's four. badass. Yeah, that so thing's so badass. Yeah, so this is. I got one of these to start grading and cards because you know you're, it's small to begin with, and then you're looking at. With with new cards, they have like coatings on them, so you have to check the surface if there's any surface scratches because they're so shiny. If there's surface mm-hmm. scratches, it'll get knocked off. So uh, it's it's tough, man. I it just it's just I got so much shit, man. It's just one more thing I need to deal with. So, but yeah, I, I'm I'm contemplating because I was just talking with uh, one of the the guy who writes the top ten, Ben uh, Stein. He's a he used to own a card shop, and I I just asked him. I said, "Hey, are you uh, a collector's choice member for PSA?" And he's like, "No, it's all free." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, but it's if if you're if you're just sending one card to PSA, guess how much it is to grade one card for at PSA? Fifty bucks." It's like 12 bucks. 30 bucks. Oh. 12 bucks. So you could send in that that's that's outrageous. That's outrageous for a for a card and I'm sending in probably a thousand of them. You know what I mean? If I'm sending in a thousand cards or hell this right here, what is this? Probably like 100 cards or something, you know. Um 50 cards and you're paying 15 bucks a card? I I can't do that. How much of our our comic orders? Our comic orders are like what 10 comics at a time so at most you're doing 25 and you're spending what 30 dollars a book there so 
I don't know. It's it's just expensive, and you're you're leaving a lot of money on the table if you don't get some of these things signed. But the problem is, is that if I send in baseball cards now, I'm lucky if I get them back for the playoffs. So I just lost a huge amount of time to sell yeah. those cards. Yeah, you're out of money. Guys, I could be sending in now that are like like this guy. There's a guy named uh, that's playing for the White Sox. His name's Luis Robert, and his cards have shot up out of nowhere. And I have like, I mean, I've got probably 25 of these cards, right? And th these cards are selling for, you know, 40 bucks a piece in PSA 10. And this guy hasn't even played a pro pro game and a, a non spring training league game yet. So, I mean, he could be decent in spring training and get up to the majors and just, you know, get stuck at the Mendoza line. Yeah. So, if he's if he's you know batting you know 200 for the whole season, those cards are going to drop. And I just got done you know sending them in to get graded, and now they're pointless. But if I if I can send them in to get graded now and get them back in two weeks or three weeks, then I can make a ton of money off of them. It's 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 tough. So I'm trying to find places where you can send in bulk submissions, like. Uh, when I used to be, um, before I got back into comics, I was, you know, d d dabbling in the card world and I was on the PSA forums and they would have guys that would send in group submissions of like 1,000 to 2,000 cards and you could pay $6 a card, you know, but it's, I, I'm trying to find those groups. I've been out of it for so long, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Books a card, you're sending in 1,000 cards? Yeah. It's nuts. I don't have money That's what I mean. Neither do I. And like, how do you like? It's hard choosing which ones you want to send in because I have so many. I'm like, uh, well, um, and not knowing, like you were saying, you don't know. I mean, you could send it in, guy tanks, and then you've got a graded pile of shit. Yep. Uh, that fuck. That's crazy. And the card market is built on rookies and prospects. So sure. everybody right now is going crazy every year. It's just the, the rookies that people go crazy for. So, you know, some rookies just don't pan out. I mean, some of the, Do they have a card of any of the guys sabering off a champagne bottle top. Cause that's, I mean, that's, that's going to go gold. There's the, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be cool if they did. I would right? buy it. That's, I would too. I'd buy three of them. I'd get one graded and I'd give it to Brandon because <laughs> I love that pucker. <laughs> I'd be like, here, bro, this one's for you. <laughs> we should get him to it, take a picture, make a card out of it. And get it graded. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We'll, we'll have a statistic on the back. He's for savoring bottles. He's a. He's a point oh three eight six or point three eight six. That's his uh, sabering average. <laughs> yeah, just give him ten bottles and then just count how many he can get in the first try, and that's his his average. He's a three out of five bottle sabering <laughs> master, or a three of ten. That'd be awesome. He went three of ten. With only two cut fingers. So that would make him a, a 0.286. <laughs> That'd be a savoring. 
That'd be awesome. We should do that. We'll have one of his, and then we'll have I've his. I've actually learned how to saber off fucking bottles of champagne, so I plan on bringing out the saber. <laughs> That'll be I on the Brandon's car. comics, and all I got was my sword signed. <laughs> You're not not gonna get a saber signed by Brandon from Brandon's <laughs> comics. It'd be cool if there was a line and everyone's got sabers, <laughs> sabers, and his saber so, card. With uh, with ball cards now, what has it changed? I mean, you're looking at what Prism Optum, Optima, um, Optic. what the hell were they? Optic, and and you're getting those at Wally World, right? So you can find the Optic at Walmart and Target if you're fucking lucky. Where you're at, Chad, you might be really lucky to find some down See, there. That's and I have right in Casa Grande. There's like because I found another two or three today. So there's like five fucking Walgreens down there. Yeah. In Casa Grande. And then there's one right up the road from me here in in the Copa. And then uh, there's a Walmart around the corner. I don't think there's a wall world in um, in the Casa. Yeah, you should. should, Nobody down here. Like, there's not a lot of collector stuff around you know what i mean like there's not a lot of people that are into the collecting and into the that's why so you need to go to a store. or have any on a shelf yeah you, you should go and look because if you do walk in and and you see any buy them all that might it might seem expensive but i guarantee you can you can double your money so just it's worth it just as long as i don't have them graded because i can't put out fucking thousand dollars and then wait <laughs> no you don't you don't even have to grade those to sell no. them. <laughs> you can you can sell those unopened man for double of what you bought them for so and so are the other hanger boxes still good ones the walgreens because for a while you were cracking um God, what were those the mega boxes yeah, but this is what you want to get the hanger boxes box. from Walgreens, yeah. And you want to make sure that uh, they don't look like they've been opened already. Make sure that the bottom is open so I can flush my money away. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But, yeah, there is money to be made. It's just you got to get out there. So, but, yeah. Same All right, gents. So I think that's a good place to end this week's episode. It's been... It's been a gas. Um, sorry, Couch Crunchers, that we had to to rib you a little bit, but I think it was called for after the events that took place today. Um, have we heard? Have we have we heard anything from those guys yet? No, no not yet. <laughs> not yet. But um, guys, if this is your first time finding us on YouTube, make sure to like and subs- hit that like and subscribe button. Turn on those notifications as we're live every Friday night at 7.30 Mountain Time and you don't want to miss an episode. Um, if you're listening to this back on Monday in any of your podcasting platforms, please make sure to leave us a review as it helps us tremendously in the podcasting standings. Um, make sure to catch Brian on uh, his other podcasts on uh, Tales from the Flipside Monday Nights as well as the Bogcast. Um, make sure to check out Chad and whatever Chad does. You just... I just know you, buddy. He just kind of comes <laughs> around, huh? He just kind of comes around. Yeah, he yeah. Just comes around. He just floats around. Check him out in the chat. Um, 
Check him out in the chat. Yeah, check him out. I just chat. hang out and, and uh, lick toads with my dick beaters there on you the go. side. <laughs> dick beaters. Guys, if you want to support the show, remember you can do so via Patreon, and all that money goes back into supporting the show, helping us buy gear and equipment and, and um, pay for uh, hosting fees and things like that. Um, if you want to get any of our sweet, sweet Absolute Geek t-shirts, you can do so at our Etsy shop, so Etsy.com forward slash Absolute Geek. What? Uh, no, sir, that's an incorrect statement shirt. They're, Jay's got them. He's just got to post them. He's made some? He's got he's got he's got the designs. He just has to post them. I'm putting in my order this weekend. Are you really? Yep. I might put an order in too. But guys, as always, the chat has been on fire and phenomenal tonight. Check out Grizzle Geek. Check out uh, yes. Couch Crunchers tomorrow night, and tell them that you know you came from us, and let them know which show does their style better. I think it's us. And remember to unsubscribe. <laughs> but uh, for this week's episode of the absolute geek podcast i'm matt solo wookie solo wookie i'm brian and he's kyle who's not gonna say his name just giving you the peace sign so i can't see and remember to keep on keep it on geeking on keep on geeking on stupid hey i gotta start i started it like couch crunchers gotta finish it like couch crunchers i really think keep on geeking on keep on geeking on Oh, they need to figure something else out to close the show. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Please don't keep on geeking on.